0: This week on the Fan Club Podcast. And today we are joined by a special guest. This is Luke of the Potter Player. Say hello.
1: Hello, hello. Oh, does, the, oh yeah. does
0: the world lose its magic? Today we will be covering Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yes.
1: Yeah. Just the whole, the feel of it. Like I've I found every Harry Potter film has a different feel. Even visually, it's just different filters, everything. It's just the feel of it and i feel more immersed in it
0: i think this entire this movie out of the entire series is a master class intention mm-hmm. do you
1: like how the warner brothers logo
2: throughout them <clears throat> deteriorates? deteriorates more and more as the movies go on that is an interesting little tidbit but ultron wants to eradicate human life Voldemort wants to eradicate
0: muggle life muggle life Hey guys, Editing Sarah here. So before we start this episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that our our giveaway is still open for another week. It ends on the 22nd so a week from when you are listening to this when this episode goes live make sure you are following us on instagram as well as matthew's seasoning instagram which is smithandco.spices um and go fill out the google form which will be linked in our link tree please excuse the weird um double audio in some parts of this episode at some point during editing i don't know what happened but the files got compressed and so Um, And I was having a really hard time separating them. So at some points you hear us talking over each other. I'm sure that we were not trying to be rude. It just happened. Uh, Technology is weird sometimes. So I tried my best to make it not as noticeable, but some things are just, sometimes your best is all you can really do. So um, I hope it doesn't bother you too too much. On to the show. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Fan Club Podcast. My name is Sarah. This is Matthew. And today is episode number 57. And today we are joined by a special guest. This is Luke of the Potter Player. Say hello.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Uh, Tell the people a little bit about what you do, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, so I'm Luke. I'm the Potter Player. I create mystical, magical content, as I like to call it, um, on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, all the socials. Um, I dress up as Harry, do cosplays as them, do spells, just make original wizarding content to keep the wizarding world alive. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I do.
0: Have you been a fan for a really long time?
1: Yeah, I've been a fan for quite a while. Um, Ever since I turned nine years old and I first saw just a snippet of the Sorcerer's Stone with my cousins in a car ride, I was hooked on it. So, ever since nine years old, I, I just completely hooked on it. Never, never was obsessed with anything else as much as Harry Potter. There were obviously phases, but Harry Potter stuck with me to the end. So I get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: basically my life.
1: <laughs> yep. There's so many good fandoms, but like, it just Harry Potter always sticks with me. Like, I can watch a Harry Potter movie at any moment to read a book at any moment.
2: That's how Sarah is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that way with Marvel. Yeah. Uh, in anything gaming as you can tell on my collectibles wall.
1: Right. I'm more of a DC fan myself, but I do enjoy Sir. Hogwarts House. Gryffindor, yeah. It's, it's I'm a
0: Hufflepuff.
1: Ooh Hufflepuff. Slytherin. 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 Wow, we got diversity here.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just need a Ravenclaw and we got we got it squared away. Team Unicorn yeah. Ravenclaw. <laughs> I I think they're both I think they're both
1: Hufflepuffs. Okay. <laughs> my girlfriend's a hat stall between Ravenclaw and Slytherin, so but she's asleep right now, so we'll let the race <laughs> boss Slytherin sleep.
0: We always joke about um how Slytherins always have uh, pet Hufflepuffs. Or,
1: like, yeah.
0: Or emotional support Hufflepuffs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if the same could be said for Gryffindors. Us Gryffindors kinda like to do it alone. Uh, it's it's very it's very like cliche. Like for me it's just There's so many things about me. That's why I cosplay with Harry and just stick with it so much as I relate to him so much. So, like, everything from house to wand type to wand core, it all correlates with Harry. I have a holly wand. I have a phoenix tail feather wand core. It's all... It all lines up. It's crazy.
0: That is crazy.
2: I don't even (laughs) remember what my wand was.
0: I think mine's, (laughs) like, a vine wood with a dragon heartstring core. Oh, yes. I know it... I don't know if it still is, but at least back in the day when the Park first opened, because mm-hmm. I went the summer the first the first summer that it opened. Yeah. Um, and when you would go into Ollivanders, mm-hmm. and you would like, they would ask you for your birthday and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, your wand would, would like correlate with your birthday on the Celtic calendar. Hold on. I
1: have something really cool to show you. It's right oh, here. Cool. This oh, is like... a sheet I used to work there. I I worked at oh, yeah, you
0: did. You used so, to work there.
1: Yeah, so I worked in Wand Magic, where you teach the spells, and I also worked in Ollivanders. And I just this is kind of like my little studio down here with all my YouTube stuff. And I was gonna make a YouTube video on like working there. And this is the sheet of all the dates and the oh types of woods. So
0: yours is.
1: It's it's been in my work pocket for ten hour shifts in the rain and Florida heat, so it's probably hard so to read. Mine Yours is
0: family. No, that's May thirteenth. Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yeah. And mine yeah. is Vine. That that was really interesting because I I've never actually I've I've watched a fair amount of content on YouTube of like people who used to or currently work at Visiting World, mm-hmm. but I've never actually spoken to somebody. Yeah. Oh, uh, that has worked there. Is it like? Is it a really fun job?
1: It is. It is. It. The job itself and the environment and the coworkers, like it's all spectacular. The only downfall is it's in Florida with the blazing heat in the summer. And
0: yeah, I My love. My parents live in Florida, so I get it. Yeah,
1: I love how accurate everything is, and I love the wardrobe. The wardrobe is so cool. You have like leather spats on your feet. You, all your. Vests and everything—it's legit wool. It's made by the companies in Scotland that made the film wardrobe. For oh, yeah, it's the same people who made like the like the
0: Weasley sweaters and stuff. Yes,
1: like that? yes, it's yeah. the same. The the uh, actual the d- yeah. the uh, designer, the lady who designed all the costumes for the film, she's the one who designed the costumes for the Wizarding Parks. So like, I love how accurate God, it is. Roasting. But yeah, it's it's so cool to take pictures in and to like look at yourself in the mirror but as soon as you step outside on like a midsummer day or like a July or August day and you spend like 10 hours walking on cobblestones in it you're just like sweating and it it makes it very hard to like keep your um guest service at like 100% and like they stay stay in character and theming too because that's a big part but
0: I could never
1: yeah it's it's so fun it's super fun but does the,
0: well, yeah.
1: does the world lose its magic? Um, no. See, this is this is the thing. It's like my girlfriend always asks me about this, and I I like Universal. I love following them. I love their resources for team members and stuff. But like overall, getting paid minimum wage to do that type of work is like pretty crappy. To you, it's not. It's not. It's not something you can do your whole life. And I was set on doing it my whole life. But even physically, I was like, I'm having back problems. Like, I'm young. I shouldn't be having back problems from walking around. So I the Wizarding World is still magical to me. It still amazes me every time I've been there as a guest since I've worked there. Um, and I absolutely love it. I spend every minute in there. Um, just the only thing that, like, I do kind of have a sour thing about is just kind of or don't have magic for is universal and like the pay and just like well, suddenly...
0: yeah,
1: too. it's like you does
0: it does it lose its magic after having seen like the behind the scenes of like the way that the world works and backstage um, and all that kind of stuff.
1: Honestly, no. Like I was afraid it would, and I was like, eh, like even if people ask me, I'll just kind of be like, yeah, no, but no, like it it didn't lose any magic. If anything, it made it more magical because I appreciate it so much more. I. I appreciate little things as to like how they load a room to go into the Ollivander show, how many people they put in there specifically and who, who the wand keeper chooses or how they load you onto the green gods carts. Like it's all super magical. And they somehow managed to keep their theming through all of it. Like overall it's a business and they have to crank out the numbers. Like we had to write down on our sheets, how many people we got into every Ollivander show every hour and we turn it in. But still throughout the whole business process they managed to keep it very magical and themed for the for the uh, guests and like that still doesn't get old it's it's honestly more magical to me now so
0: that's crazy I've always wanted to know that mm-hmm um, and I've never had a chance to actually sit down and have a conversation with somebody who's, who's lived it, so that's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I guess it, it depends, because it's one thing if you're walking in from back of house of the park, if you're walking in from back of house for your shift to go work, and then you end up in the land, but if you come there as a guest and you walk through the brick wall of Diagon Alley or you walk through the Hogsmaid Arch, then it's, like, just complete magic. Like, there's nothing taking you out of the world at all so that's
0: crazy Mm -hmm.
1: another thing that makes it more magical even being behind the scenes i used to have a water station in the back of leaky cauldron with all the workers and i got to see everything come in all the food all the food everything from the beans to the actual fish fillets it all comes from britain it's all shipped overseas that was one of jk rowling's did you know that no yeah it's it's so cool even like simple stuff. Simple stuff like watermelon on a kid's plate, or pineapple, or muskmelon. Like, that was part of J.K. Rowling's terms was to have all the food actually be coming from Britain so it's authentic, which is, that blew my mind. But, like, every time I eat at Leaky Cauldron, I think I never would have thought about that.
0: I heard they just released their vegan beer.
1: Yes. I haven't tried.
0: I, I'm not a vegan, but I am lactose intolerant. Uh, so, the D- the dairy-free butterbeer would be great. So it just wouldn't have the cream on top. Yeah. I think it's made out of
1: cream. Yeah, they they did something different with it. Okay. But,
0: yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. today we will be covering Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah. Why is this your favorite movie in this <sighs> It's
1: It's my comfort movie, honestly. Even though it's so sad, there's so many deaths. It's just... <laughs> it is. <really laughs> yeah. <versions>. It's... <laughs> And it's it's, it's like, like a it depressing movie.
0: I wouldn't say most deaths, because part two has quite a lot. Yeah,
2: all the Death Eaters <laughs> at one point running on the bridge. Oh yeah. <laughs> like...
0: I think the I think the body count in Deathly House Part Two is probably the highest, oh, yeah. just given that bridge scene alone. For sure. <laughs> I think
1: that's
2: higher than Age of Ultron's death.
0: <laughs> Why exactly is Deathly House your favorite out of all?
1: It's just the whole the feel of it. Like I've I found every Harry Potter film has a different feel even visually it's just different filters everything it's just the feel of it and i feel more immersed in it because you finally get a movie that is outside of hogwarts and you get to see the wizarding world how it works with the muggle world so you get to see the golden trio there all over the place in the muggle world wizarding world you get to see how bad it's getting in the muggle world and you get to see how bad it's getting in the wizarding world and Yeah, there's just so much drama, so much traveling, um, lots of cool...
0: I would venture a guess to say that part one is probably the most book accurate since the second one. Yeah,
1: that's another thing I like about it. There's so many little details, like if you didn't read the books, you'd be like, what on earth are they talking about here?
0: (laughs) And the things that they cut out make sense that they cut Mm -hmm. out. Like, I can get why they cut out that whole... There's a whole section in the middle of the book when they find um, Ted Tonks and yep. um, Grip Hook. And, not Grip Hook. Is it Grip Hook? It's one of the goblins. I think so. Um, and I can see why they cut that out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Only because it it's not that visual.
1: Right. Yeah, they just...
0: But... There are other scenes where I'm like, why are we cutting out Voldemort's memories? Why are we cutting out Spew? Yeah. Like, I can I can get this.
1: Yes. Yeah, this one managed to... I don't know. They, man- they managed to get it all in. And, like, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of when franchises take the last piece and split it into two or whatever parts. But... The, huge yeah, but, but the way Harry Potter did it, I did not expect to actually end up having the first part be my favorite. Just, I don't know. I just love the feel of it. I I watch it so much yeah. that I have the whole script of the film memorized in my head and the music and all of it. It's just, it's a comfort movie for me.
0: I completely agree. This is actually my favorite as well mm-hmm. and for much a different, or much a similar, I cannot tell <laughs> you today, much a similar reason that you just described. It is... Matthew's big criticism of this movie is that there's too much camping. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> it could have added other stuff that they cut and cut out some of the camping. Like, they could have kept in the important parts of it. Ron's getting angry part and, like... The, the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, though... The Harry and Hermione mind. They dance. cut
0: down a really big chunk of the camping. The, yes. cu- the camping is so pared down in the movie. Yes. But... The the camping is most of the book,
1: right? Yeah,
2: but it's still a lot of camping.
1: Yeah, it's a lot for um, if you're you're looking. I think
0: the biggest thing that the movie cuts down on is characterization of certain characters, Fleur and Tonks probably being two of the big Mm -hmm. ones, and Lupin. Um, But it's really a domino effect of the previous movies. Yeah. That it's not necessarily this movie's problem; it's other movies' problems, and them <laughs> kind of dealing with the consequences. Right.
1: It's. It also depends. I feel what you're going to the film looking for. Like, if you go and if you want to watch a Harry Potter film with a bunch of action and everything, like, and cool plot and just straight magic, I'd go for like probably Goblet of Fire. Just action, 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 and then oh crap, there's Voldemort. Yeah. But if I'm, and, if I'm uh, going for,
3: a lot
1: of yeah, very true. Um, if I'm going for to be completely immersed and just be able to relax, which I find myself wanting to do a lot, I, I go for Deathly Hollows one. It's just, it's just cozy for me. It's comfy. Yeah. Even though you would think like the nostalgic <laughs> ones would be better, um,
0: I think this entire this movie, out of the entire series, is a masterclass in tension.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, because you feel the anxiety throughout yeah. the entire movie. Yeah,
0: With it, the Ron weight.
2: listening to the radio for wizards that are being kidnapped, mm-hmm. and even tortured down to, to like to the, the just, even
0: down to like the way that Harry hears the horcrux. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. which I don't think is necessary. I, it, I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've reread the books, but I don't believe that was a detail that was in there. I know he could like feel mm-hmm. them. I don't think that the sound. I think that the sound was such a
2: uh, interesting
0: addition. Eminent. Yes, yeah, and it's more prevalent in the second part.
1: And the way it, was, they, they literally uh, kick. That's a good point. You mentioned that because they. They literally start the film with the sound. The Warner Brothers logo coming at you, it's literally yeah. the sound and the logo, like, rusting away. And then it snaps to uh, Scrimgeour giving his speech. But, yeah, that sound is, like, very unnerving. Like, you know something's going to happen. And, like you said, whole anxiety yeah. factor, it just... You're waiting for thing. Yeah. I
2: do like how the Warner Brothers logo throughout them deteriorates mm. more and more as the movies go on. That is an interesting little tidbit because I can't think of another time anyone's done that besides Futurama with Fox with the 30th Century Fox on Futurama. Yeah, instead. like I
1: think of like the Dark Knight trilogy, how they maybe kind of do like a different filter over it. The Warner Brothers, but yeah. I, but, but nothing, I yeah, the nothing. Franchise.
0: It really is not to bring this into it, but it's like it's it's its own yes. era. Yeah, and I really appreciate how film. Obviously, it's part of a mm-hmm. franchise, so mm-hmm. like somebody coming into part one is not going to know no. what's going on. Yeah, but you could watch each film individually and still
2: have oh, a general idea. of what Yeah, going
0: yeah, and it's such an isolated. Each film has such its own era, its own vibe, its own mm-hmm, its mm-hmm. own thing going on. I sometimes wish the bridge between directors was a little bit mm-hmm. clearer. I wish there wasn't so much of a of a the
2: massive jump between. Yeah. Like, three, like two. Yeah. And
0: yeah. Three. It, it, well,
1: yeah. It's kind of it's weird, and then at the same time, it also benefits because it gives each film its own like style. But yeah, I was I was honestly thinking this is kind of off track, but I was thinking of how. David Yates managed to direct, like, films five through eight, right? And then he goes and he directs the Fantastic Beasts films, and, like, I don't know how he... I feel like he lost his touch with those films as far as directing style. Like, I, I watched Deathly Hallows last night, and I'm like, just the opening sequence, the Obliviate sequence, and Hermione's walking to the church and then fade to black. And then immediately kicks in with the Snape music flying to Malfoy Manor. I'm just I paused it and I said to my girlfriend, yeah. I'm like, that's how you start a movie. Like this is a masterpiece. How did he not do this with Fantastic Beasts? Like certain Fantastic Beasts well, is good, and I but I love
0: that we get to see I love get that we get to see um, Hermione's yes. bedroom. I'm a I'm a nerd for the details. I love like costume design. I love Mm -hmm. set design. I love like little characterizations. Apparently Emma Watson like designed her own bedroom. Like she told the set designers that the room needed (laughs) more books. Uh, She drew all of the art in the room like herself as a child. Like they used like some of Emma Watson's actual art as a child. Um, The woman who plays. Harani's mom yeah. is um, Michelle Fairley, who is in oh, wow. Game of Thrones. And
2: um, what's her name in Bridgerton?
0: Yeah, she's in the most recent season of Bridgerton. She is the she is King George the Third's mm. mom.
1: Gotcha.
0: I got bored of it a couple episodes <laughs> in, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they. I love this little touch of the Obliviate scene and how Mm heartbroken she is and the pictures that they use are actual pictures. Yeah.
1: And they, they paced it so well just in that opening. They could have done a full, like five minute long scene of just Hermione obliviating her parents, like working up the courage, but they chose to like pace it so well at the beginning flip between each of the three characters. And like, you were able to understand what happened in a quick way. The each depth.
0: actor is so good about portraying just their anxiety. Yes.
1: Yeah, Harry. Harry.
0: And like, hey, this is—we don't know when this no. is going to start.
1: No. Like, just Harry in his room looking at the mirror, and he's like, "They're the Dursleys are leaving," and he's kind of just chilling in the house alone. He doesn't know what's going to happen, and then Ron is just. Ooh,
0: thank you for bringing up the mirror. I love this movie except yeah. for that. And it's not even this movie's problem. It's the fact that they never brought it no, up in five. No,
1: not at all. Even even in Deathly Hallows one and two, they didn't they didn't describe it enough. Like for people who just want to casually watch the films, they didn't describe it enough. All they were like, "Oh."
0: So for those that maybe don't remember or that never read the book, um, in the end of book five or in book five, Harry is given a mirror. It's basically wizard yeah. Facetime. he can communicate with Sirius Mm. it gets broken and Harry finds the shard at the bottom of his suitcase in 5 and he just kind of discards it he doesn't think about it and he slowly starts in in Deathly Hallows he starts slowly seeing an eye that he thinks is Dumbledore's eye in the mirror and it ultimately becomes a huge plot point because it's what sends Dobby to them and to be fair that time they didn't know that that mirror would be Mm in when they were making
1: yeah that's true that's very true
0: so i can give them a little but then at the
1: same time like in in the deathly hollows one film they could have at least like explained it a little more like all it was was okay he's got this weird mirror he's seeing an eye and then he keeps looking at it in the woods and then all of a sudden deathly hollows 2 oh you're the dude in the mirror it's like okay like cool but like kind of explain how he got the mirror in the first place otherwise just where do you get this but yeah
0: well i've seen multiple and heard multiple people who either didn't remember or didn't mm-hmm. read the book and this whole plot point is so yeah. random and it's such an otherwise near perfect yes. movie yeah. and it's just a shame mm-hmm. That this is what they dropped the ball on in yes. hindsight.
1: Yeah, I...
0: And it's something I'm really crossing my fingers for in the That'd be cool. series.
1: See all the details.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, um, then they basically goes to the mm-hmm. Dursleys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the book has a whole extended thing about Dudley and Petunia kind of having their like. <laughs> Goodbyes with Harry. A much more fleshed out mm-hmm. right. kind of thing. Um there is a deleted yeah. scene of Petunia. Mm-hmm.
2: And then there's also the deleted scene with uh, um
0: Neville. Dudley or, uh, Dursley. Or not Neville. Dudley. Neville. They want Dudley, yeah. yeah.
1: Those I don't know.
2: Where he's like, you're <laughs> not that
1: bad.
0: I think something. that scene with Petunia is so important. Mm-hmm. To her greater right, because
1: you never see her again in the films.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, other than Sam yeah, first that's
1: true. But...
0: but you never see Fiona no. Shaw again.
1: That would have that would have redeemed her a little bit, in my opinion.
0: Well, and they also again this is another domino effect. This is a common occurrence, but um that mm-hmm. they never. They dropped the ball with the whole, uh, remember my last thing Mm. in five, that they never mentioned that, which then comes into play here. Yeah. And so, it was... Really, I think they just, even if they waited one year Mm -hmm. to make five, they would have had all the information. Yeah,
1: they could have finished it out strong the whole second half.
0: And yeah i i think really it was a matter of seven wasn't Mm -hmm. out yet yeah the book wasn't out yet and they didn't have all the information that we have i just they couldn't possibly have known how important some of this character development Mm -hmm. would be so it's just it's a shame in retrospect but at the same time I guess it's just something to hold out hope for right. with the series.
1: Yeah, there's certain certain pieces like that. I think, like, oh, man. Or watching the deleted scenes, I'm like, oh, man, that would have been cool to see. But then at the same time, I watched the full film in its entirety as it is. And I'm like, it's still just my favorite film. Like, I don't even need anything else. Yeah, I
0: know. And it's not to discredit how great this movie yeah, is no. at
1: all. It's just different. Every single film. And
0: I... I've said it before and I'll say it again, but I'm not one of those fans that needs to like, like, I love the movies mm-hmm. as they are, but I have a hard time kind of not yeah. noticing things.
2: And then when I find every plot
3: <laughs>
0: hole, yeah. Um. So then we get the start of the Battle of the Seven Potters scene where everybody arrives at the Ugh. perfect Drive. Um, Polly
1: Juice.
0: And I love this Seven Potter scene. This it's great. Scene. It's
3: great.
2: Because it was Dana Radcliffe acting like how everyone else would act.
0: I didn't need to see Dana Radcliffe in a bottle, but we got it.
2: <laughs> but it was just funny how Dana Radcliffe had to act like Hermione, had to act like Ron, had to act like everyone. And he
0: observed everybody's man yeah. and everything. It- yeah.
2: Kind of like when Hermione had to act like Bellatrix as Bellatrix acting like Hermione, yeah. going to Gringotts
1: was still yeah. interesting. You, you don't even it doesn't even pass your mind. Like you, you just know they're they're a good actor that they were able to pull that off. When I'm watching him transform and take the clothes off and stuff, I'm I'm not even thinking, oh, he's pretending to be them. Like I'm like, no, nope, that's them. They're pretending to be Harry. It's it's perfect. Yeah. Is just it a
2: is. Scene? with the room just yeah. and you see everyone looking normal and then when you get to the last person everyone's <laughs> just hairy
0: this movie has two of these circular shots mm-hmm. one of which is right here mm-hmm. and one of which is when Hermione is in the forest and observes oh yes. yeah with the, and the shield the guy with the scarf yes
1: I love scavier <laughs> he's so cool
0: I, I do kind of wish we were we were able to see the battle of the first battle Hogwarts mm-hmm. at the end of six. And that way, we got a little bit more explanation about Bill yep. getting attacked. Figuring yeah. there's just this random throwaway line about him. Yeah,
1: like his picked taste it overall. up from a werewolf named Greyback. Hope to repay the favor someday. It's like it, you just watching those scenes. It's just okay. there's so many little pieces thrown in. It's like you have to rewatch it. Oh,
0: well, and Tonks like throws ma- randomly at, at Patty. and yeah. mentions she's pregnant. Yeah,
1: she's like, didn't even get to finish and her sentence and Mad-Eye barges in. It's like.
0: But she doesn't even, yeah. she touches her stomach and she gets interrupted. So you're inferring <laughs> that she's pregnant. However, at the end of Seven, when he like talks to um, when he talks to like the ghost yes. of his parents... Like with the resurrection stone. Yeah, he's like, Teddy what about your son? Mentioned.
1: He's like, oh, there's no. <laughs> and
0: it's like, oh. Yeah.
1: Like, he knows. <laughs> and
0: it's like, this is all the only two references yeah. we get that Teddy exists.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love the whole Polyjuice scene. And I, I just watch it over and over. And I watch every single. There's so many characters in one tiny room. And like, next time you watch.
0: We finally get introduced yeah. to Yeah, he's just. Blaster.
1: I just watched individual characters each time I watch the film and see what they're doing and it's just it's funny it's great yeah
0: I love how Mondungus is characterized as like a mobster
1: Exactly I was coerced (laughs) always with huge money
0: so yeah then they do the polyjuice potion I love the twins in this scene the twins are hilarious (laughs) the twins
2: are always hilarious
0: I love the, um, have lots of experience with <laughs> Mad-Eye.
1: The Goblin Piss. <laughs>
0: um, and then we go off. And I love, like, the really sweet, like, synchronicity of Harry and mm-hmm. with, um, Hagrid. Yeah.
1: Hopping back yeah, in the motorcycle. Sweet. And then he, at least, like, I will say I feel like Hedwig's death was so abrupt in the films. And, and it's like... Ugh. They at le at the oh. very least.
3: Yeah, some people don't even no, realize that
1: they're just like, right. oh, she got stunned or something. Like, well,
0: because they don't. In the book, mm-hmm. they hammer home a thousand times that yes. green. Yeah. In the movies, they don't. Yeah, it,
1: you really have to be like a. They don't attention really. detail or just or just a big fan of Harry Potter to know like, oh, that was the curse. Like they they could have just put in a sound so, bit of like a cadaver but no they didn't. And then she's gone. Yeah, right. It kind of just looks yeah. like the death eater like hits her. So why didn't
0: they just dis- operate to 12 Grimwald?
2: They go to the burrow. or the burrow, it, they, why have
0: why they
1: have the trace, operate? I believe. I'm pretty sure. So that's they yeah. they said that they're like, mm. "Oh, um we have to take a method of transport because you're underage and you have the trace."
2: But if they went with, like, if Mad-Eye operated them, the Ministry would not have seen that. Because it would not have been Harry, Ron, Hermione doing the spell. It would have been Fred, George, Kingsley, Tonks,
0: everyone else
1: doing I it. I think they would have seen that, hey, he was at point A, and now he's magically at point B.
0: In the book, each pair is supposed to go to a different house. Yeah. So Harry and Hagrid end up at um, Tonks' parents' house. Mm-hmm. And they end up taking a port key to the burrow, mm-hmm. and this is when we meet Andromeda and Ted. Yeah. And um, I get why they cut this again. Like, this is one of those scenes where I'm like, okay, I could see where you were saving time here.
2: It means, yeah, it looked like everyone just went to the burrow, just Which, took different paths to the burrow. Isn't that a
0: little <laughs> obvious? Yeah. Like. We, we know that this is a safe house. I get that they were trying not to, like, give yep. away Grimwald Place.
2: But wouldn't Bellatrix say, hey, let's check there since that's... Yep. Since we
0: burned it down last year? Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, hey, let's check the borough or check 12 Grimwald because that's the black family house, so Bellatrix knows how to access it.
0: Yeah, she know- she knows it exists, but I imagine. I'm not sure, but... She knows it exists. I mean, it's her cousin's house.
2: So She probably she doesn't knows... know that
0: it's the safe house for the Order of the Phoenix, though.
2: No, what I'm saying is she could have sent someone over there, or she could have gone over there and checked and just waited mm-hmm. to see if anyone showed up.
1: Can't yeah. imagine the trio opening the door yes. to Grimald, and instead of the ghost of Dumbledore, it's just Bellatrix standing there like, I've been waiting for you, dude.
0: She's just, like, sitting there on the stairs, like, yeah. waiting for someone to show up. <laughs> she'd
1: probably, like, she's since she's so psycho, she'd probably wait for them to, like, sleep their first night, and then, like, be chilling. Go to get tea in the, the morning, closet. and she's just at the table, like, oh, hello.
2: Yeah, I could see her doing that. She could pull a Loki, and just, <laughs> she is Loki. Yep. Just chaos. Chaos
0: incarnate. Wow, I never really thought about Loki and Bellatrix <laughs> having something in common. Loki's way too calm for
2: her. Original Loki, not...
0: Yeah, I guess... TV show
2: Loki. Loki from Thor 1 and Thor 2. Okay. When he just wanted to...
1: When you brought up... When you brought up the burrow, about how the Death Eaters wouldn't suspect that, I just got... Like, what if it's Switch, where instead of a battle at Hogwarts, there was just a giant battle at the burrow. So you have this tiny, like, house, and you have the armies of Voldemort lining up outside in the grass.
0: I imagine it was like that after harry and
1: yeah probably wedding. it had to have been like mm-hmm. those who got it I yeah got it was so that. quick ramus is just harry go it's like all right we're gone
0: even in the book i am mean, that's not even mm-hmm. a movie criticism that's just a that's just a story beat that i wish we got a little bit mm-hmm. but at the same time i get it because harry's like yeah really the most wanted person
2: in the wizarding yep. world ever
0: So I get that their priority was to, like, get everybody safe. But it does make me wonder, like, was anybody hurt at the wedding?
2: Because we never
0: hurt anybody. Did Death Eater's
2: actually show up? Or was it just more of the Voldemort
1: image? Yeah, they legit... First there was... Yeah, first there was the message from from the ministry. And then they started to panic. And then amidst the panic, they start operating in and fire's starting, and then they're, like, legit... People are mm-hmm. flying over tables, and that's when... Harry wants to go fight, and then Remus grabs him and tells him to go, so then he finds Ron and Hermione, and they, like, sit back there.
0: Yeah, we it, skipped over the will, yeah, and, um... The will
2: and... And
1: friends. mad I,
0: I, Yeah, so George yeah. gets his ear blasted off. And he becomes yep. a bully, <laughs> Which is
2: probably my favorite line in this which-
1: entire...
0: Movie. He is foreshadowing yeah. of him losing a part of himself. And then
1: Bill somehow sneaks in just a super quick line of Mad Eye's dead. Like, that is another thing of so. I
0: think that they put that in there because Domino Gleason is uh, the guy who plays Bill Weasley, is the guy right. who plays Mad Eye's yeah. in real That'd life. That'd be hard. I think they put that in there just to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to <laughs> say that his dad's dead, okay. dead or something. No. It was
0: very unceremonious. Yeah yeah but I think
2: Hedwig got more of a ceremony than Mad-Eye
0: well in the book like Harry like the guy like not Harry but like some of the order members go out mm. and find Mad-Eye's eye and Harry like is able to yeah. like, give it a proper burial would you
2: be able to that
0: or no sorry they were they tried to go find his eye and it, they couldn't find it and then it mm-hmm. gets like stuck mm. on Umbridge's door that's what happens, and Harry steals it, and then gives it a proper burial. Couldn't you Accio it? Accio it?
2: Like, Accio Mad-Eye's
0: I think it was already taken.
2: No, but, like, Harry accioed his broom from nowhere near him in uh, Goblet of Fire for the dragon task. True. So couldn't he just do Accio the eye?
0: That makes me wonder if you could just... Yeah,
1: like I wonder... I feel like there has to be some room. type of distance... Limit on it because, like, still they were on Hogwarts grounds for the whole dragon challenge.
0: Well, yeah. even like when Hermione was talking about how at the beginning of this book, she's talking about how she, at the end of the year at six, she like mm. accioed a bunch of the Horcrux books and like the books like flew out of the office mm. and went into the dormitory, right? But she still was in the same castle.
2: But that would have been a lot of twists and turns,
1: and
0: it might have gone have... outside. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so I don't
1: know. Umbridge must have just been waiting for that thing to fall, just snatched it up as soon as she could.
0: Um,
2: Umbridge is a sick one.
0: So yeah, they uh, uh, George gets attacked, and then we get the um the will
1: reading. The
0: will. Well, first before that, we get the the oh. most awkward makeout session of all freaking time. Man,
1: that's rough. does <laughs> at least at least you get uh, the one of the twins who comes in morning. That that literally oh, saves it. It makes it like okay to be awkward. Like it, it that makes that scene all right.
0: Why yeah. why now?
1: They just don't. They don't fit that well in the films. They they didn't do Janine justice in the films.
0: Do you even think? Yeah. Personally, I think it's a writing problem. Yeah. I don't necessarily I, think it's an acting. Bon- problem. I love Bonnie,
1: right? It's just she um, wasn't given the opportunity to really portray Ginny that she wanted to or could have.
0: Yeah, a lot of people have said that Steve Clovis is a Harry Hermione shipper, and that's why. Yeah, but I have no proof for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I secretly ship Harry and Hermione, but like, I, I love.
0: I, I do a little be bit too.
2: Together. In my opinion yeah at least ha- movie harry and her- movie i hermione. i
0: have i have notes yes on the i love it dancing.
1: i have, oh, I have okay. a TikTok recreating it
0: i love it too they're
2: they're a lot sweeter to each other yeah. than ron and hermione
1: yeah they're very sweet I to each other it I seems like that. a pleasant relationship
0: uh, in the book he's like annoyed <sighs> by her I, so yeah um george gets attacked they break out yeah. and then they have the will reading
2: and I George is just watching them saying good job or something along those lines.
1: Or with friends. the toothbrush in morning? his ear? Yeah. <laughs> After it's... You know? mm-hmm. It's
0: George, because he has the bandage. Like, what does the toothbrush <laughs> be
2: infecting the...
0: It was the end of it. But it's still in it.
1: He's just a kook, honestly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's just there for the lulls.
2: I mean, for all the pranks he made... No.
1: Doesn't surprise me. I think it's yeah. just like green. He's like, yeah, he probably couldn't feel the whole side of his head for like a solid week after.
0: I imagine his mom probably gave him like the equivalent
1: yeah. of like. I, I would either think pain meds or the spell, the actual spell will like stun your feeling for a long time to get your hair blown off.
0: Like an extra strong right. like, Novocaine potion or something.
1: What it's, is the spell that they
0: used? It's it sucked in Sembra Mm-mm. to curse off his ear. Mmm. Because it was Snape. Oh, true. But he was going for the mm-hmm. Death Eater's hand.
2: Oh, and Snape. Missed. Yeah. So couldn't they just do. Couldn't they just find his ear and reattach it? Because simp to it was simp cursed dro- off. I thought that was just a sword spell.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure they say it in the book where there's a line about, like, it's hard to okay. heal because it's cursed off or something.
2: But I mean, Snape was able to heal, heal Malfoy um, with it.
0: In I don't the know. Bathroom. May- maybe they were not equipped for that kind of. I don't know why. They well, maybe
2: because Snape's the one that made the spell. He can. It's, yeah, it's worse
0: true. when he I don't know it. why Molly decided to cure him herself mm-hmm. when they should have just taken him to St. Mungo's. Unless St. Mungo's was yeah infiltrated, too. I mean,
2: the Weasleys are wanted. Harry's yeah. wanted. They're all
0: this wanted. As it
1: said, as so it said on the movie on the posters, nowhere wrong. is safe. Like you really feel that. You're like, they can't go anywhere, nowhere yeah. safe. They're in the woods. They're camping. They can't go anywhere. They're going crazy. Yeah. Actually okay. so yeah,
0: the will reading when they get yes. the three most convenient items of all time. <laughs> it's not really a criticism, it's just an observation.
2: The snitch. The, right. the like the book and the light thing. <laughs>
0: the illuminator. The put yeah. outer. What? <laughs> the first mm-hmm. chapter of the first book it's called the put outer yeah and um i don't know what alvis's mom was thinking giving mm-hmm. him like three middle names Guess right that's what they did in the
1: Wolfric brian
0: i mean some cultures <laughs> don't do it that way so yeah they have the will and then i like the the little bits of of normalcy yeah the guys are like raising the,
1: the yeah and they're just blown away that the minister showed up at their house
2: I still say being a wizard contractor would be the perfect job because you could finish a job in five minutes in the Muggle world, and you could just make bank.
0: And Scrimgeour is played yes. by Bill Nye, who I always in my brain go <laughs> Bill Nye, as in the science guy, not that guy. What's Bill Nye in? Mm-hmm. N- Bill Nye. Yeah, He's he plays
1: Baby I Jones
0: I can't think of anything. in he Pirates of the
1: Caribbean. T- he, Pirates of the Caribbean. He plays Davy the Jones.
0: What? He's in a bunch of other stuff. Too. Yeah,
1: I recognize
2: his face. I just can't think of anything off the top of my head because yeah, the last one I saw was when Will turned. Oh yeah, into he
1: becomes Davy like. Jones. Was the last? One yeah, he becomes a captain of one, Davy right? Jones's old ship. Yeah.
0: Wasn't Scrimger in?
1: Uh yes. In the book? Wait. Yeah, because he goes, he goes and visits mm-hmm. the British Prime Minister and lets him know like. Yeah, we talked about, about the Death Eaters. And stuff. Yeah, there may be a battle coming. Oh no, that no, yeah, Fudge that was did in the beginning, that then, was Fudge. Never went, mind. Fudge gets I'm trying to think of the. I
0: could have sworn he was in six because I, okay, he's mentioned in passing in Order of the Phoenix, and then he's you were right, he was. Oh okay. He was in the he talks to the cool. prime minister, in six. So I knew he wasn't like. I guess for movie watchers, he's yeah. I movie couldn't.
1: Movie. I couldn't think. I couldn't remember clearly, but I just thought based on the characters i'm like fudge would never pull himself to go talk to the british prime minister about the stuff that he swore wasn't happening like fudge swore that death eaters were no problem that wasn't happening and then it was proven wrong
0: well i think he did because i'm i remember he told the british prime minister because there's like two scenes there's one Mm. right that's set right after three where um, he's talking yes. about Sirius and, you know, he's really, you know, he's really not, um, like, yeah. not evil like we thought and, you know, stuff like that. And then I think there's one after five where he's like, I'm not mm-hmm. the minister anymore because I got yeah. fired because of this, that, and the other thing. So, yeah. Um, and then we have the wedding. And, you know, if you follow Game of Thrones, people like to I do not. No. I don't know. So, there's a scene in hmm. season three known as The Red Wedding where a spoiler alert for Game of Thrones for a show that's been out for several years, uh, um, but a bunch of people die. And so there's a song playing mm-hmm. right before stuff hits the fan. It's called The Reigns of Castamere and people have made jokes that this song that they're dancing to right before stuff yeah. hits the fan in, at oh. wedding is The Reigns of Castamere no it's cause it's sa- it's, I, don't I can't remember it the exact song, name
1: but i actually do like have it. that song in my saved songs on spotify um but no that's not the name of it but no i could see how people would if it's anything irish sounding people could definitely yeah it uh, is irish
0: because they're doing like line dancing almost um uh, i do love it's, it's cool dress. it has like our phoenix it's cool on it, it's beautiful. We don't get like any of the characterization uh, between Bill and Fleur's relationship. Like, we don't get any of the. Del- then we del- get to
1: see, we get to see the love goods, oh. and get to learn—well, not learn, but get to see the first glimpse of the Deathly Hollow symbol, which is pretty cool.
0: I do miss. I wish. I know that Stanislav oh, yeah. Ivanovsky, Ivanov, yeah. Ivanov, the guy who played Victor Crumb. Um, mm-hmm. I know he was there for filming, but his scenes yeah. were cut, and all we have is, like, stills. Um, I do That'd be wish cool. I got to,
1: I got to fist bump him in last, last July at LeakyCon. It was pretty cool. I didn't I didn't pay for any autographs or anything, but... Oh, that's awesome. Um,
0: I met, um, mm-hmm. LeakyCon 2019? 2019? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I met Scarlett. Oh, Cameron, that's cool. Who that's plays great. Pansy. She was so tiny. Yeah she it was so quick we didn't really mm-hmm. get much i didn't get much interaction with her, but she was so sweet <laughs> but yeah she i was blown away by how small she was <laughs> um but yeah, that's cool and then I saw um that same day i was oh. passing um yes. chris Rankin who is percy i but i wanted i was asking for him i asked him to like hey, could we take a picture and he's like, mm. hey, I'm actually on a panel in like five minutes. If I see you around, I'd gladly take a picture. But I'm like, we did know, a, I need to be across the building in five. Minutes. Yeah, we like, did a we did a Weasley
1: so family photo with him last like, July because um, me and my cosplay friends, lots of my cosplay friends, they go to every single Leaky Con or wherever it is, and so uh, we had everyone. We had Arthur and Molly Weasley. My girlfriend was Ginny. I was Harry. Uh, we had Hermione, Ron, and we all got to do a family photo so it's and it's actually framed up in our living room upstairs it's chris rankin and all of us all of the weasleys and then harry and hermione in there as well so you have the brother and sister-in-law and the family as well with percy and then he's actually holding scabbers in his hand too we got him to scabbers
0: and then the previous year i met um Mm -hmm. i was meeting some of my friends Mm -hmm. at their hotel because it was here in dallas and um I I was waiting for some of my friends outside of their hotel because we were going to go get food, mm. and I ran into Luke Youngblood. That's cool. Um, Lee Jordan, and he was he was waiting for a taxi, mm-hmm. so he had like a couple of minutes to like. Kill. That's great. And he was so sweet and so funny. That's really cool. So they, mm-hmm. um, the Death Eaters invade yep. the wedding. Oh, we have a conversation with Alpheus Doge, and. A conversation with Aunt Muriel, which yes. I'm so glad we got to meet Aunt Muriel in the movies at least once, because she's a ever-present mm-hmm. story, ever-present person in in Ron's stories. They operate to mm-hmm. Shaftesbury Avenue, which is in Piccadilly Circus, which right? Is London's version of Times Square, basically. Um,
2: I do like this fight scene. Yes. of how all three are
1: doing their wand movements.
0: Oh, in the cafe? Yeah. I love the the little, bar- the, the, the like, the Spider-Man moment. Yeah. Where
1: the waitress is, like, that. in the back. With just even watching the thing. films, like, because <laughs> I first saw that film when I was probably, like, 10 or 11, and just, it was just the funniest thing as a kid to be watching that, and she's jamming out while the place is, place is blowing up.
0: I we came out with I a junior in high school.
2: But, yeah, I just like it because yeah. you can see Ron trusting his wand movements. Saying the spell because he knows his hand is going to end up where it's supposed to be. Hermione is completely yep. stiff, which is how. Oh yeah,
1: Expelliarmus for every single spell. That's him. Harry. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> We've criticized Harry multiple times in this series that the only two spells he ever uses yeah. is Expelliarmus and Expecto Paternum and Lumos. Yes. Yeah. The... Okay, he uses Lumos.
1: I think he does like stupefy like, maybe once out or a Stubify, maybe? twice. Maybe? Once. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he uses Imperio in Part 2. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it. But Shouldn't he have gone to Azkaban instantly?
1: Wait, no. Part 2. No. Yeah, did he you did use Imperial? Imperio. But then then Ron uses it as well. As it's, soon it's, as I the Thief's Downfall happens, Ron uses Imperio. So I guess oh. Harry and Ron are going to Azkaban. Hermione's got to oh. finish the rest on her own. Yeah, they save the world. I mean,
0: Hermione it.
1: should yeah. also
2: be in Azkaban. <laughs>
0: Just she kidnapped so. a grown woman and then defaced <laughs> a teenage girl a teenage yeah.
2: girl i mean mainly just for kidnapping <laughs> rita skater for a year and
0: trapping her in a jar i will harp on about that until the cows come home like i don't like i don't like rita skater as much as the next guy but like no don't
1: i can't kidnap Problem
0: somebody lines. i will yeah. say he has really good instincts a lot of the time
2: yeah hey Let's not use the sword on this book. Let's use a basset thing on this Yes.
0: So then they escape to Grimald Place, and there's that whole, like... I think, I think somebody way back in the day called it Dusty Door. <laughs> <laughs> Editing Sarah here, I believe it was actually Dumbledust, but Dusty Door works. That is something I would come up with. <laughs> I vividly remember... Um, if anyone was in the, the fandom back in the day, um, uh, Mogulcast—they still exist, but um, they don't make episodes nearly as much as they used to. Um, but they—at least I think—that they came up with Dusty Door. Um, yeah, wow. they have been making podcasts since 2005. Mm-hmm. Jeez, which is crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. So why is Dumbledore's <laughs> ghost in Grimald's place? It's a
0: protection. Mm. And then in the mm. book, they, uh, your tongue also rolls back.
1: Hermione in the film, she was like, oh, this was probably Perfect. Snape's idea to make sure no one came lurking about.
0: Except they figure out that mm. somebody did come.
1: Yeah. And the locket.
0: All the rooms are like running. The
1: locket's gone. Which Mundungus ultimately Fletcher.
0: Ultimately, we figure out it's
1: True, but well, Mundungus the Fletcher
0: on the black market.
1: creature talks how Mundungus came in the night. He took many things, yeah, and then the then they realize, oh wait, so it was sold place. to Umbridge by Mundungus. Well, not sold, taken, because she threatened to lock him up or take away his... Or, no, just lock him up. He doesn't have any license. He's not He's not a licensed seller. He's in the black market.
0: We get to see Dobby again. They finally had a budget for, for some mm-hmm. house elves, even though Dobby's kind of been ever-present in the books. I do love that they gave Tony
1: shoes. Skechers. Yes, he deserved um, them.
0: As Ron says, like trainers. Oh, um, I think it's so sweet. Is this like, at least in the movies, this is the first time yeah. Ron and Draco gives him a little handshake
1: when he meets him there.
0: It's so sweet. <laughs> and we figure out that yes. the locket is with Umbridge, mm-hmm. which most people thought she was dead. Which I'm surprised she isn't. There is a really funny... Mm, well, funny, funny, funny ha-ha. ha-ha. Not funny ha Funny, interesting. Um, there is a little moment at the end of Five where they're in the hospital wing and, um, she's there, like, not doing too hot. And Ron starts making, like, clip-clopping noises with his, with his, <laughs> his tongue. Centaurs. And, like, she freaks out.
1: So just
2: Monty python <laughs> it.
0: Basically. But he keeps going.
2: <laughs> so Monty python in it
0: he has two coconuts so they go to the mystery i love this this moment in the book that there's no way to like transfer this line to screen but i love it um and it's always stuck with me for some reason there's a line where or there's a throughout this whole chapter of them being at grimwald place like they're treating creature with the utmost respect mm-hmm. they learn about the whole regulus situation um and so, through this process, Creature becomes more and more kind and nice to them, and he's, like, feeding them, and his cooking's getting better, and all this kind of stuff. And there's this line at the end of the chapter where um, a Creature is uh-huh. there with a steak and kidney pie that they'll never eat. <laughs> and I just... That, that line crushes my soul. Because <laughs> uh-huh. he's just there waiting for them to, to get back for yeah, dinner. Yeah, he,
1: he really comes around.
0: And it's just so sweet.
2: Snape, or Sirius is the only Drekondor black, right? Yeah. Besides Tonks.
0: But she's not really a... I mean, Andromeda... It we is. don't know where Andromeda landed.
2: True. <laughs> I thought Tonks was... Tonks Hufflepuff.
0: is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. But we don't know where yeah. Andromeda was. I assume that she was a Slytherin. Maybe only because they make it a point to say that Sirius was the only Gryffindor. True. Um but that also could have been an oversight. Um I love in the book we get um a real visual mm-hmm. um yeah, description the, of of Sirius's bedroom.
1: Harry briefly sees it in Order of the uh, Phoenix until he's interrupted when Ron finds something. They find the uh they, they found the note for the locket I believe no oh they found the R.I.B that's what it was
0: but I love, I love that Sirius' bedroom is like stark contrast to the rest of the house because it's like Gryffindor colors and one of my favorite details <laughs> is there's um pictures of like muggle pictures of bikini girls bikini models <laughs> which I think is so funny it is it's just it's so serious
1: very padfoot
0: And like Regulus's Mm -hmm. room is probably untouched, like from like because
2: when he last lived there,
0: his family, for all he knew, was like Mm -hmm. very much in into all the the blood purity stuff,
2: which they were. Yeah, most of the twenty eight or they
0: don't. Yeah, the sacred twenty eight. They don't really go that deep into well the movies don't do it at all but the, the book doesn't really dive super deep into regulus's backstory a little bit I uh, just based on you know him planting the fake horcrux and that kind of stuff um but i do wish i, mean, there's, I don't know if there's maybe harry finding a letter between the two brothers or something to that effect but um I don't know how we would have found that information out, but I thought it would have been really interesting to hear, like Regulus's like thought process defecting from the Death Eaters. That could be a really yes. interesting thing for like an episode of the show to explore, maybe. Because we have more. Yeah, time I want
1: I want them to, to I want them to get all the details in. If they're making it, I want them to make it the right way this time. If they're gonna put all this work into doing shows
0: i know technically that's not yeah. in the book too because the book is harry's perspective but i think with the show they have a chance right, right. to dive into other people's perspectives mm-hmm. even through yeah. a flashback a pensive memory a mm-hmm. letter that we're visualizing it doesn't necessarily no. need to be looking through this person's eyes i think that that could be a really interesting characterization what were we gonna say
2: can Voldem- does Voldemort know where the Horcruxes are? Like, can he sense? So, like, like that they've been taken. You're asking, or like when Harry moves, does he know exactly where Harry is?
0: So, you're asking if Voldemort has wizard like 360?
2: Yes. <laughs> because part of Voldemort is in Harry.
0: You're asking if Voldemort has a GPS on Harry?
2: Yes, or just any of the Horcruxes, because like the locket is mm. moving around after they get it from Umbridge. Yeah. I so. I
0: think that Voldemort could probably sense the closeness, like if he got close.
2: But, like, Harry could sense.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Lord knows where Voldemort is hiding out most of this book. You really only
2: see Voldemort once?
1: Yeah, you see him at the, the, end, the.
2: Or in this movie.
0: Yeah. When.
1: Yeah. You, you see, see him first at Malfoy Manor and the then
0: You see him attack. Yeah. You see him attack I will get there. That scene is creepy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But, it's just, I think he could sense it, but he also, to make a horcrux, does it have to be a significant uh, item, or can it be
1: anything? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has to be significant, because yeah, people are Harry like, oh, why, why don't you just that? make a grain of sand, a horcrux, and throw it in the ocean.
0: Well, I think Harry asks Dumbledore that, like, can it be like a tin can, or, or an old shoe, uh, or something, and I think Dumbledore says, like, I think you're thinking of a key. He doesn't really yeah. ask he doesn't really answer the question
2: yeah he may not even know these there's only been a record of two people making a Horcrux: hippo the fowl, Herbo
0: the fowl. And herpo mm-hmm. the
2: fowl and voldemort that the, we know about that we know right. about and voldemort is the only one that has made more than one
0: i imagine oh. if you're good at it you wouldn't tell anybody yeah
2: all i'm saying is voldemort could have lived to 150 Shoot. like dumbledore if you didn't make the war cruxes. you try to be this evil, a, your life gets ended much quicker.
0: But this is a common thing with villains in film and yep. books is um, a lot of the time the villain is too arrogant to mm-hmm. be self-aware. Mm-hmm. Like Ultron. I mean, that's true of human beings in general. Um, mm-hmm.
3: We
0: Human beings tend yeah. to let their arrogance get in the way of things frequently. Mm. Uh, I think... Voldemort Mm -hmm. is a perfect example. It has nothing to do with Harry Potter, but there's a really interesting video essay on um, YouTube about real villains of the movie Titanic uh, and talking about how um, the real villain of the movie is Arrogance of Man. Uh, It's fascinating and it's a lot deeper of a a rabbit hole than you think it is.
2: (laughs) Can you say Ultron is similar to Voldemort with how much arrogance he has towards one life
0: I can see where your thought process because
2: Ultron, is Because Ultron Volt- because Ultron wants to eradicate human life Voldemort wants to eradicate
0: muggle life muggle
2: life and non-pureblood wizards
0: Oh I So this is the first time we actually okay. hear Voldemort from the Horse's Mouth in this movie mm-hmm. his real hatred towards Mm-hmm. Non wizards. His yeah. his real supremacy.
2: So wouldn't Ultron and Voldemort essentially be the same? Because I definitely
0: both, see the path you're on.
2: Because they both want to eradicate one group of people. Because Ultron wanted to eliminate human life for AI to take over the age of robots, kind of like an iRobot. I don't
0: know if I've ever seen that. Cut them Will Smith.
2: Yes. And Shia Lil Booth.
0: So yeah, then they they have this uh, amazing yeah, scene where they go undercover in ministry. This yeah,
1: I gotta say that's probably probably the the, the whole ministry scene and sequence is probably my favorite scene of the entire film. Right there,
0: I vividly remember mm-hmm. reading this chapter in the book for the first time. Oh wow! Because I got this book at midnight when I was thirteen years old. Uh-huh. Same. And I, my, I remember my mom was out of town, and my dad begrudgingly took me to to the bookstore. And he was like, "Are you going to stay up all night yeah. reading?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You need to get some sleep." And it was summertime, so it was fine. But I remember I, I come downstairs and I'm reading on the couch in the morning, and he's like, "He's like, you look so tired. Have you slept at all?" Serious. I was like, "No, Dad. They're infiltrating the mystery." <laughs> So yeah, I love this yes. scene so much. And fun fact, the That's woman so cool. who plays yeah, the whole is uh, Emma Thompson's sister. They
1: are. the whole, The whole scene is just perfect. The way I think it that they're
0: perfectly cast. immediately
1: switches from them f- seeing Umbridge in the newspaper to all right, they they're on to another scheme of the Golden Trio. Just it, the movie moves very nice. Like it, it, and it's yeah the the way they. They get them. they flush yeah. themselves down. It's just all fast movie. And then next thing you know, you're face to face with Umbridge or yeah.
0: She is, Is if she could get worse.
2: But how can she do a uh, Patronus? She's not a Death True. But I thought evil aligned creatures and people couldn't do Patronuses.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not sure. Oh, I do hate that her patronus is a cat because my patronus <laughs> is also a cat. But she's also a crazy cat lady.
1: Yeah, she I feel it should have been something but, like her giant and evil. Being, like,
0: sweet
1: and cute, like,
0: and she's completely. Evil. She is even more evil than we initially thought.
2: But she was also tortured by the centaurs.
0: Yeah, for I...
2: who knows how long.
0: But like, she is. This whole sequence is. in... Definite allegory to World War II. Um, because she, yeah, she also hates... Path And Muggleborns.
2: That, but she also hates right. Harry Potter, Harry, Ron, and Hermione for sticking the centaurs on her.
0: I, I think it's really interesting mm-hmm. that she has formulated this whole Muggleborn born registration commission with all of these propaganda pieces and, like... Mm-hmm she is like tracking all of these people and yep. she has you know her office is exactly the same as it was at home where it's i actually think i might like yeah. the set like a hair it's more just, than I did the original Umbridge's office yeah i
1: love the just the even the visuals of the ministry to me is perfect like i love all the colors of it everything going on and they, they even like clip back and forth showing you what's going on in the ministry even before you get there like with the new minister of magic and how you have nothing to fear I
0: wish we got a little bit I wish we got a little bit more with um, I remember in the book there's a little bit of like you overhear a little bit of the conversation Mm. of like all of the folks that are making all the propaganda packets and they're like talking crap about Umbridge and I wish we got, it like, would over here a little bit of those conversations. I thought that would have been funny. Um, to really paint a picture no, of,
1: like, No, it's not the majority at all. People it's just, just power-hungry. I just love the... It's very... Like we're just here for It time. puts you on edge. It's just the whole, you have nothing to yeah. fear if you have nothing to hide. And they're randomly grabbing people. And
0: I think the it's music perfect. in this sequence is dynamite that's one of mm-hmm. my favorite details is that in the book runcorn is described as being like super tall mm-hmm. and like big and yeah. broad and harry's i mean ding rock five five so yeah. he's <laughs> supposed to be uncomfortable in in these new shoes and you know yep. he feels like his clothes don't fit him right, or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> he looks so. And weird. I love the way that he, the actor was walking. I don't know. I just it's such an excellent detail. I think that these three actors did such a good job of making, making themselves like
2: yeah, like Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Imel- yeah, like I think Hopkins, her,
1: Hermione, yeah. just acting yes. terrified and timid and like not saying a word.
0: Mm-hmm. Even her facial expressions. Yeah. Like, Emma Watson yeah. has a very distinct way of the way that mm-hmm. she, like, holds her eyebrows when she's concerned. She has a very Emma Watson-concerned face. Um,
1: yes. And
0: the woman who plays Mafalda Hawkirk is, like, like, nails it. And yeah. the guy who plays... um
1: Yeah, I love how they immediately, have, as soon as like, they get into Ron the like ministry, they just look. all get split up and pulled around. Like, Ron's busy trying to stop it, stop it raining in the office. And...
0: Oh, we also meet Yaxley in this movie, who... I don't think we... We meet him in the book, I know so. that, but I don't think we meet him before this book. I don't think he's a prominent Death Eater before this. Yeah. Um, but he is something else. We get a line during the battle about how like Lupin was was battling Dalahov, and is yeah. one of the like main Death Eaters that we hear mm-hmm. referenced all the time. I wish that it was similar with Yaxley. Um, yeah. Because Yaxley's kind of been one of the big Death mm-hmm. Eaters in this book um uh, he's been present so i i kind of wish we got a little bit more of like a ceremonious end to him makes me right. wonder what happened to him if he if he did die or if <laughs> he's in azkaban or something probably all the above died in azkaban this interaction in the courtroom between mary Cattermole and umbridge yeah and um it just she's so freaking evil and this actress who plays Mary Cademore was she's in a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff, but I most known her know her from the Lady Miserables movie. This moment at the end of the yeah. scene, right before they operate, is <laughs> perfect. Um, when Ron transforms as she's kissing him,
3: yes.
2: Uh, or even like Harry's transformation when he says, "I shall." It, so it was perfect.
1: they're like sitting there and Mary is so innocent, and you all know decisions. it. And mm-hmm. he just the way, even I've always wanted to see that. Everyone who like plays with the wand and stuff they want to see the wand like just slide out of the sleeve and then you've got it and he does it
0: right i hate that she brings their kids into it
1: yeah it's immediately stupefy as his face transforms He quickly puts on yes. his glasses with the mm-hmm. Dementor.
2: they might have drank a different amount each they just scooped mm-hmm. it out so maybe the amount that you drink the longer you stay
0: is is Juice post no. perfectly cued to, to reveal you at the perfect moment? No. <laughs> is Pauly always an hour? No. Because they ask at the beginning of that scene, like, how long is this batch supposed to last?
2: I mean, that would make sense because I think it was about an hour for Harry and Ron.
1: No, and but that's you, that's the thing. Because Hermione didn't even know. Because Harry asks... He's like, "How long did you say this would last for Hermione?" And she's like, "I didn't." So they have no idea how long it's gonna last for.
0: I wonder if there is like, um, maybe like, uh, symptoms of like using it too much because they use it so often in, in this book. Ugh,
1: they do. I'll, yeah.
0: even like a, yeah. um, like a like a muggle disguise, right. like a like a wig or something, <laughs> or makeup, like prosthetics. It could be.
1: Yeah, the ministry scene is just perfect to me. Really I love it. The, even the statue with all the muggles.
0: What?
2: It takes, twi- it takes a month to make we it. We knew that. The Flux week can only be picked at a full moon, hmm. and the lace wings has to be sued for 21 days.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: Makes me he wonder really how prepared much for Arnie this. Jr. Like, like, made a
2: lot.
1: Yep.
0: Because he st- stole from Snape. There w- at least there wasn't a description of it, there He's wasn't making. a cauldron or anything going.
2: So, I mean, it could have just been in his office. We never saw it in his office. Mm.
0: I, this yeah. was actually them operating out of the ministry, is the last shot that they filmed mm-hmm. in principal photography. They had to do reshoots of the epilogue. So, technically the epilogue, which it's I think is perfect. honestly kind of fitting that the epilogue is the last thing that they shot. Um, oh. But this was the last thing that they shot in yeah. principal photography, which I think is kind of Yeah,
1: like they tried... If you watch the clips of it, they, like, tried to make it, like, f- very meaningful. Like, oh, we're jumping into something new. But in reality, you're watching them just, like, plop off a map.
2: But, so, the effects of a hmm. single dose last okay. from anywhere between 10 minutes and 12 hours, depending on how well the potion was brewed. Continue drinking prior to the transformation wears off the extended form's duration until the next dosage oh. was required. So, if you take it twice in an hour, it cancels out the first one. It doesn't add on. You um, really got like The complexity of the potion was such that her- the one Hermione bird brewed in her second year only lasted one hour per dosage. The effects could be removed prematurely by certain magical defenses such as the thief's Downfall, and it also did not right. affect the Marauder's Map. So the Marauder's Map would still show them as the real person.
0: Oh that's interesting. If
2: a person dies under Polyjuice potion such as Miss Crouch did, they would retain the form of whoever they transformed into, rather than reverting back to their original shape. Although it might be possible that the effects of the potion had not worn off at the time of her death and burial, she was careful in taking it to the end. And Barty Crouch Senior could not retrieve his wife's body in fear of exposing the jailbreak, possibly meaning her body yeah. reverted after the burial.
0: I find that whole story incredibly tragic.
2: Um, it appears to adopt the account of age of the person being transformed into, such as any injuries they have acquired, such as Cross Jr. needed magical eye and wooden leg when he used the potion to turn him moody. Um, Harry did not need his glasses for the hour he was Goyle, but (laughs) Hermione and the other five required glasses. Yeah, she
0: says, like, Harry, your eyesight really is awful.
2: Mm hmm So, you get all of Their illnesses Mm -hmm. and everything.
0: Because I remember, like, Harry could see, like, his vision getting blurry. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um...
2: So, Lupin and Hagrid cannot take Polyjuice. Likewise, the potion was not designed to be used by any non-human or half-breed, such Mm -hmm. as Lupin informed the...
0: Okay, I didn't know about Lupin. I figured...
2: Mm Mm-mm. They can't because it would... Because Lupin already transforms. I did not. That's and, interesting. And Hagrid can't because he's half giant.
0: I never thought about Lupin. Interesting. Thanks for that information, Harry Potter Wiki. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they go to a forest. They operate tr- to a forest, and Ron gets splinched. And this makeup job is so. So he just got hit
2: with a spell as
1: they. No, he's basically kind of being the like the pulled in two different apparated. places. It kind of
0: because you actually tries to get like, onto them.
1: Like that yeah it looks so painful uh true We're pretty much just pulled apart
0: when they learn at uh, book they there's a girl that like splinches her leg off
1: oh must have been clean i bet i bet he actually was there's like no, there's not any tearing points. and clawing at, at ron he probably cool. wanted to even if he couldn't get him where he wanted him he probably just wanted to hurt him but it looks so painful like rupert Grint's acting during that was uh
0: Oh, it's so good! Mm-hmm. I I vividly remember when this trailer came out for for this movie, oh. and they had digitally what? edited out the blood on yeah. her hands when she goes to uh, when she goes to do wow. all of the spells. They digitally edited out the blood off of her hands.
1: Yep, um, I remember seeing the they, still like, of her like, and her hands are bloody.
0: Came out, they released that's, like a bunch of stills. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. And that's so
0: disturbing. this is when we get all of our camping. Yeah. and we get to see a lot of different landscapes and the uk has like so many like yeah. mountains and it's... we get they shot in some gorgeous places
1: mm-hmm. shot a lot of it in the forest of dean which i used um, to have like as my computer uh, screensavers and stuff
0: the forest of dean in the uh, i think where the credit world cup is uh, Look, i
1: believe um, so yeah it's a it's a huge sprawling forest. They just camp everywhere. They camp, like, under bridges, and...
0: They go through a trailer park at one point.
1: Yes. Um, That's under the bridge. There's
0: a little um, deleted scene where they're tossing... Yeah. uh, I agree. Which I think is a really sweet Ron Hermione moment. And all the while, we get the background...
1: It's like a very... And the sound, the the score, the song for that in the background is, like, very just edgy, violin... Like screeching with the music, or with the radio going, and they're like hiding in barns, and they see the death eaters flying across I the sky.
0: The yeah. line, I guess, maybe "love" is not the right word. Oh yeah. There's a line where yeah. the radio host says, "Thankfully, yeah." Short. Yeah, like
1: that. That's puts some salt in and the you wound so right hear
0: there. Your super long list. I. This sequence is so good. I know hmm. that it gets some criticism for Matthew included <laughs> for being too much camping.
2: It's just a lot of camping.
0: I think it's just because you're used to these movies being really, like, action packed. Maybe. And when there's a lot of downtime, I can see why. It... it
2: gets very, very dull.
0: I just think it's. I don't know how to articulate this properly, but I think these camping scenes do so much yeah. to illustrate the just how how anxious they are.
1: Even though there's lots of anxiety, it gives you a chance to kind of settle in with the characters and settle in with what's going on, and you know something's going to happen, but you're, like, kind of relieved. You're like, okay, we just got out of the ministry. Like, we're going to try to rest here. We know we can't stay here forever, but let's just sit here, settle in for a bit, make sure our three main characters are okay. In reality, everything else is turning to absolute crap.
0: I love there's there's in the book where um, they steal food from a grocery store. There's yeah. This moment, mm-hmm. And this kind of culminates in, right. you know, them kind of having a fight about the food and, you know, the food mm-hmm. situation, which then kind of blows up into this moment when Ron leaves. Hermione's cutting Harry's hair.
1: I always quote that with all of my Harry Potter friends. Like, oh my like God, when we're, we're, we're cosplaying, tre- like when we we'd we'd go time. to Universal and we cosplay <laughs> all the time, and... Lots of us have fun, like we stay in character, especially when we have like little kids and stuff running up wanting pictures. Like it's fun to be in character, but that's always like my main quote. Like if someone we call each other by character names in the parks because it's just easier to remember. Like you see Lupin, and you're like, Hey, Professor Lupin, but we do actually know their real names. But I'll hear him yell, like, Hey, Harry, and I immediately I don't know who said it. I'm like, What just like Harry when he's getting his hair chopped by Hermione, he's just so. It's like, are you going to finish cutting my hair, or are you just going to run off to your book?
0: Um, and she's talking about how the mm-hmm. sword is pre- impregnated with Basilic's venom. And, and, and the rod has
1: to
2: come.
0: And this is like a ding, 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 light bulb moment.
2: Yeah. Which brings up one of my favorite plot holes. What's your favorite plot
0: <laughs> hole? Just... That Harry should have died in the Chamber of Secrets? Yes. That the horcrux. <laughs>
2: that the horcrux and harry should have died but i read recently like a week ago that Uh, uh, healed healed. the horcrux that makes sense from dying um which i'm like
0: and this is what pisses off ron and i i asked um the other day uh for some people's input i like to do this because people have some really Mm. interesting points to make and somebody asked, "Is Ron really that good of a friend?" And It's a really interesting topic of discussion. I wanted to bring up because I think this moment, along with yeah. g- a good chunk of Goblet of Fire, um, is just—he has his shining moments. The chess set in the he, first one—he you know, he is very—he
1: really loyal, blows up. Like I chest. would think, if at least uh, me so with my friends, not all my close friends that are guys that I've gone to school with or anything. It's kind of like, if there's something that you kind of have a problem with, you just kind of bring it up because you're that close of friends with them. You can talk about it openly and you still respect each other. Whereas Ron is just kind of bottle it up and then freak out at Harry. Like, oh, you're yeah. the chosen one. You get this and that. I I don't have the privileges like you. It's like, if you care about him, if he's your friend, why don't you like bring these things up? Like, hey, were you and Hermione doing anything out in the woods together? Like, Well,
0: and it's also like, he has this, whole thing like you don't know how i feel and it's like
1: yeah and they'd be lost without parry
0: as anxious as you are
1: Mm
0: -hmm. arguably more
2: but also ron's wearing the locket yeah yeah adding to his insecurities
0: which my whole thing is why do they need to wear it
2: so that they don't lose it Mm -hmm. i
0: guess in their defense the bag the Hermione's never-ending beater beaded bag gets taken yeah
2: so, so, but that also brings up kind of like what I was saying last week, where the Horcrux, the number that, in the order that it was made, the more it affects someone.
0: Yeah, this is Matthew's theory. Um, so, like,
2: so, this might right. be completely wrong, but I'm going with my theory on this one. There's but, no
0: way to disprove it. Yeah,
2: was able to I completely see. control Ginny because the, his diary was mm-hmm. the first Horcrux. It
0: had the most intact... Soul.
2: And then next was the ring, which was cursed right. to destroy the hand of whoever was wearing it to try to destroy
3: it. Yeah.
2: Oh, so we also
0: learned that the each Horcrux had, had its own
2: defense. Yep. And then the locket was next, I believe, which was yep. Ron was wearing it. It brought out all the insecurities. So it went from fifty percent diary.
0: Twenty-five percent
2: ring, twelve point five locket, and then six, six point yep. two five. Weaker the horcrux, the less it would affect. Yeah. whoever was with it, which it would explain why Harry also never really affected the Dursleys with having Voldemort in him. It
0: would also explain why Voldemort is looking less and less human.
2: Yeah, because he loses. Voldemort has less than. I think it percent wise is less than one percent of his soul.
1: Wow, that's insane.
2: Harry has more or Vold- Harry has more Voldemort soul in him than Voldemort has in himself.
1: Harry, at one point, when it's just Harry and Hermione, and Hermione's having a tough time getting over Ron's gone. Harry's ready to apparate, and he looks over, and they're in the woods. I believe it's the woods that they get chased in by the Snatchers, and um. Harry's ready to operate with Hermione, and Hermione's over at the tree finishing tying up her scarf. And then I, I might be mistaken, but when they come back from Malfoy Manor, that's the first place that Hermione thinks of. So they go back, or yeah, uh, yeah, Xenophilius, that's what it would be. That's the first place he thinks, and then they turn around, and there's um, Skabir with all the snatchers and i think scabier is wearing hermione's scarf
2: yeah i've never noticed yeah i that. i
1: could be mistaken yeah. but i don't I, remember him did i notice that yeah that, i don't remember him having the scarf I, ne-
0: mm-hmm. I never put that together but that makes me love that moment
1: cuz i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he's the when they when they operate there he's leaning against the tree with the scarf in his hands sees well, yeah. him and he's like hello and then they start running and he's still playing with it. He's like, "Don't wait there. Go snatch it." Yeah, him.
0: you're right. He's like, "Don't
1: hang about." That. Like, and then he's got it on and stuff.
0: But well, he's like all creepy about like yeah. um, gosh, that makes me love this movie even more.
1: operate to like the burrow.
0: Cuz it would put everybody in danger. Why didn't they
1: Yeah, they already were attacked. But
2: how do they know that they're at the burrow at the burrow? It's already
0: been attacked.
2: No, what I'm saying is people living at the burrow could be somewhere else. Because the only ones there would be Fred, George, yeah George
0: Molly, Molly and Arthur and Ginny. I, I like guess Ginny's Ginny. at Hogwarts. Yeah, Ginny's at
1: Hogwarts. Yeah, he really pretty good. he saw everyone. That's By why Hermione. She's because she's she lady, explains like, it to him. Harry while she's, she's healing up Ron. Crazy. She's like, I knew once she yeah. actually saw where we were, we couldn't go there. So, we she like panicked, and then Ron got splinched. It's this crazy. is the
0: one and only time we ever get a song yeah with
1: lyrics still wizarding.
0: Other song. than other than like Can You Dance Like a Hippogriff? A
1: muggle song. I was to say a muggle
2: song. Has songs.
0: But no, I mean like an original not an original song. Like it's a song Nick it, Cave. a Muggle song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I need to look this up. Because it's um That song single handedly put me
1: onto all of Nick Cave's music since um. I was about <laughs> He's like a British <laughs> icon.
0: Oh, he wrote oh, yeah. um Red Right Hand.
1: He's got some good ones. Which He's-
0: is very prominent in the scream movies it's like this song by nick cave in the yep. bad seeds red right hand is used in very prominent moments throughout yep. the franchise i don't know it makes my geek heart happy <laughs> yeah it's directly after the video store scene where they're like everybody's a suspect
2: oh yep okay mm.
0: it's directly after that when um the town is being like boarded up because of the curfew because there's a killer on the loose
2: uh
3: I mean, plus.
0: but
2: yeah i absolutely recommend you watch scream all six on paramount plus
0: now i'm not a huge fan of horror movies but i love scream
2: and
1: we'll be covering scream in october
0: so yeah we get the the harry Funny dance yeah scene. Mm-hmm.
1: i love it's it so much I've, I've i've made fun of it too like but i love it guys but guys it, it allows me to make fun of it I have, I have a tiktok with mm-hmm. 1.3 million views making fun of this exact scene it's like these little dogs dancing to the song, to oh Children, and it, the caption is like, hey, nobody, and then dot dot, says, Harry and Hermione, after being chased by Death Eaters and their best friend leaves, and they're just dancing around to this song.
0: If you listen to the lyrics of O Children, it, does. it is perfectly, right. perfectly trying to stay please
1: happy please. during a very dark time. What
0: they're going to, I've, I've always interpreted this scene as he's trying to like at least make her smile for a moment.
1: So. <laughs> I'm not any better at dancing, no, honestly.
0: He dances like my dad at weddings <laughs> mm-hmm. oh so, i think it's so funny this this scene is just mm-hmm. so sweet yeah. I think it genuinely is a testament to like the actors and their chemistry as well
1: if I want to go into the scene thinking of it as like oh, this' romantic, then I could see it, but like if I'm just watching the film and I'm like ah this this is nice it's very sweet with their friends, but I don't know I love it it's. Definitely, They definitely have the chemistry together for that. There, there was no... They didn't feel forced. They didn't look forced or anything.
0: I just think that they really, mm-hmm. given the fact that they didn't have all of the cards early, early on, mm-hmm. they were not able to characterize their relationship properly. Um, and I also think it it really came down to the fact that I just mm-hmm. think Degra, and and Watson just had a better romantic vibe yeah but also i just i think in the book harry right. is like almost right. annoyed by harry that's not to say i mean like we're married yeah. and he drives me crazy so it's not mm-hmm. not that's not to say that like
2: same
1: here
0: that's not to say that you can't be annoyed by your spouse or like the people you care about but like
1: definitely not in this that yeah, that's i, I would consider myself in that boat. yeah
0: harry harry shippers are I'm a Daniels shippers.
1: I think of the books and the films as but, um, two completely separate so I'd say film versions I ship them but book versions definitely don't ship them I'm
0: hoping that the series
1: eventually
0: yeah. is able to portray Ron and Hermione's relationship accurately mm-hmm. um, that so that people don't necessarily get the same feelings mm-hmm. um, Because I do think that they are I mean, the whole crux of this podcast, in the beginning, it's we've kind of yeah. moved away from it since, but like, in the beginning, the whole crux of this podcast was the fact that we are polar opposites and we're yeah. trying to meet in the middle. I think that Ron and Harani are that way as well. Yes. And they bicker like an old married couple. Yeah. And I, I feel like our relationship, we relate to that in a lot of ways. I love this scene. I think yep. it's really sweet. I, I would even mm-hmm. listen to this song, Isolated and have apart from this scene so then we go get- <laughs>
1: oh, this always scared me so um, much when I was a child just- but still the bag shot transforming into a snake I was terrified as a kid
0: and I I wish there was that that war memorial in the movie there there's like a war memorial that like transforms cool. into like a statue of James and Lily and baby Harry
3: mm-hmm.
0: and there's like sweet notes to Harry left on it it's very sweet um I have a super vivid memory of this scene, watching it, um, in the theaters. We went as a family with some family friends to the theater on Thanksgiving. And, um, I, with one of my really close family friends, whose son is a year older than me, we were Mm -hmm. like waiting for the movie to start and we were laughing and I was eating popcorn and I like started choking on a piece of popcorn and so then, like, the movie starts, and I, and, and this whole scene <laughs> was, like, had me on the edge of my seat, and I just, in the middle of this snake scene, I just was choking <laughs> on popcorn again. And so I always
1: Bagshot, or Nagini's movie, version of the Bagshot popcorn. looks like she's choking on popcorn when she's uh, transforming into the snake. Like, so oblivious to it. He's, like, genuinely, like, thinks she's an old lady. He's helping horrifying. her light the matches- He's like asking her about this, and then she's like, "There's like blood splattered all over the wood ceiling and rafters with flies," and that's immediately when, like before she sees anything more. That's when Bathilda transforms, and Harry's like Hermione, like then they start ruling.
0: Described as like McGee is like hiding out as Bathilda.
2: So Harry can sense when Horcrux is close.
0: Yeah, and there were three in that room. So why didn't Harry feel?
2: Because there was such a little Voldemort in Nagini.
0: Well, kind of going back to what we said in the beginning, in the movie they make a point to do this little, like, ringing sound. And we hear it a little bit in this scene. And Mathilda Nagini, whoever, whatever you want to call her, she, like, looks at Harry's face and then looks down at the locket on his chest. And there's, like, a little moment where, like, you hear the sound. Something's
1: off. Of course there's going to be ringing and stuff, because I have the locket on me. So, of course, it's going to feel weird everywhere I go.
0: Especially because there's three in one room. Yeah, Yeah. his
1: scar was hurting so bad. Even when he glanced at him from across the room, his scar hurt. So, I mean,
2: with an actual piece of Voldemort's soul in there, but still, it would have been... What did we say, percent-wise, was the locket? i don't even know 12 and a half Something yeah like so i mean it still would have been less than 13 percent of voldemort's soul would have been in there so i doubt harry would have noticed the change And that's him.
0: really interesting when um so Nagini comes out of the body the way it's described in the book is horrifying and they blast through a wall into a nursery mm-hmm. there's a moment it okay that was shown in the trailer right
1: are they somehow in did they somehow like go next door to Harry's old house or something? Cuz they're just in this nursery. But it...
0: But it's very clearly a nursery cuz it's like baby blue, there's like baby toys, there's a crib.
2: Maybe she babysat Harry when mm-hmm. Harry was young. Like as a baby baby. But
0: why would she have a room in her house? Or why would even she just stay for, there? Like
2: her grandkids.
0: I mean, we don't know anything about Bathilda's personal life.
2: I know that yeah. from what I read on Wiki, she or, always lived in Godric's Hollow. So that Or if my, I don't know like son, her son's room or her grand. Or
1: if she room. does, she live in that house completely alone, or is right. it, we like a shared house? Is shared. that I, does she oh, have I like?
0: That set dressing was very.
1: Weird. Yeah, is that I might be thinking like.
0: Was it a? Because I think that's a very common thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I think that's a common thing in the UK that they, you know, a lot of the times, like, a mm. older person whose, like, spouse might have passed away or, like, their kids moved out or something, they no. had extra bedrooms, so they no, rent it like out. It. Always thought that that was really it looks, weird. Yeah. Because when we see Snape's worst mm-hmm. memory, or Snape's pensive mm-hmm. thoughts... Uh,
1: yeah, the whole upstairs the is pretty much done. Like... Yeah.
0: And... Even when we see the house from the outside, the room is, like, blown apart,
3: you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, it's not possible that there would still be, like, yeah. working electricity and, like... No,
2: the house blew up. The house is... I mean, the house exists, it
0: but it's just the upstairs is blown up.
1: Yeah.
0: I just always thought... I don't know why my brain always lingers yeah. there, but...
1: It was pretty for what it was, like, hearing the Christmas music and everything.
0: Yeah, because they figure out that it's Christmas because Mm -hmm. there's uh, a group of people leaving the bar and there's Christmas music playing. Yeah. I love that this is, like, one of the only times where we figure out the timeline of events.
2: I mean, we know the timeline of the events and the others.
0: Well, no, no, no. I mean, in this book.
2: Ah, true. I mean, my biggest complaint with Hogwarts, or this isn't even with the right. movies. I mean, kind of. But with Hogwarts Legacy, I wish we could explore more outside of yeah. the area.
1: You even just London. Muggle, Alley, Muggle London. They show Hogwarts you in London at war. first, but you, you can't explore London. Your yeah. Not
0: just, like, the Hogwarts
1: Legacy
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
2: You go from London to Diagon right. Alley to flying then Green Gods. Yeah, and then you're in the forest.
1: Or Harry's wand is broken as well. Harry's Harry's wand is broken. Okay. You find out because I've always loved Harry's wand. It's always yeah. been super cool, and yeah, that thing's done for.
0: You learn a little bit more about Rita's mm-hmm. book about Dumbledore. Reading up on it, the Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore. And this is when we first get our instance, um, our introduction to Gellert Mm -hmm. Grindelwald. And in the book, I remember there being a whole chapter about, like, Dumbledore's backstory and talking about what happened to Ariana and... um, Yeah.
1: Whereas in the films, it's just Harry having flashbacks and whatnot. The
0: only time we ever get outside of Fantastic Beasts yes it's kind of upsetting um the only time we ever get anything about ariana is the portrait i loved this in the book and i just i Mm -hmm. I i'm hoping we get like possibly a whole episode if not an extended part about it about this whole like fleshing out Dumbledore's backstory Mm
1: -hmm. there's some good
0: you know, There's some seeing, good fan
1: films on YouTube and not stuff see of it.
0: Exactly what happened to The greater good,
1: least, stuff like, like that. But still, it's, it'd be nice to see something official. I thought I was. I thought we were getting oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the secrets of Dumbledore, and turns out absolutely nothing.
0: No, because why tell his actual secrets?
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's just title the movie after it, but not actually tell. I
0: think that was. I think that was definitely like fan bait.
1: Something about that scene, like, watching it in pitch black, it was a little bit creepy because you feel like you're in the forest with them. And you just see, like, first time watching the film, because you know what's going to happen from the books, but you don't know when. So first time watching the film, you see this kind of Mm -hmm. blue orb, and I'm like, what is going on here? And just the music, it ramps up with it, and it's very mysterious. He finds it. You don't know if you should trust it or not, but it turns out it's helping him out. That's such a cool sequence. Him stripping down, it looks so cold. Just going in his underwear into the water.
0: And Ron saves him. Yeah. And we get one of my f- personal favorite scenes is the um, the locket. Mm-hmm. Well, what's inside the locket. Yep. I think this is one of the scenes that the movie no. absolutely makes.
1: just a sequence of events. From, I, you're, I you're on they, the edge of your seat that entire time. You're like, okay, we... Ever since you, ever since Bethilda Bagshot turns into a snake, you're on your seat the entire time. There's no, like, you go straight from apparating, his wand's broken, to, oh crap, there's this doe in the woods. Oh crap, there's a sword in the lake. And then, very claustrophobic seeing him getting pulled to the surface of the ice, like, by, he's getting choked out by the locket. And then you see Ron pick him up, and then, yeah, it's... Okay, he's safe, but then the locket, like, just another... They just keep on coming, like, the action and the turn of events. But yeah, the locket was perfect. It just... The spiders everywhere, the voice of Voldemort.
0: And we finally get... The Hermione shippers finally get their makeout scene.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently they shot that completely covered head to waist. That'd
1: be suddenly. funny. I know they had to remove Rupert Grant because he was laughing too much during it. Like, like I wish we got behind the scenes. They kicked him like, from set. That. But like growing up, I always thought they just did it with CGI oh, until yeah. I actually watched some stuff. I'm like, oh wow, they actually like. I is Ron gonna believe it. this? And is he gonna do anything about it? Like, and yeah. the fact that they placed Harry sitting next to the literally Harry's leaning on the log that the locket is on. Like, he's sitting next to it. So when Ron charges, if you're, like, a first-time watcher, when Ron charges with the sword, you don't know if he's gonna slash at Harry or if he's gonna hit the locket right next to Harry. And Harry covers...
0: Probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. Like... I just, yeah, especially this, here, this little attitude. moment, Harry is still clearly very mad yeah. at Ron. That, he's like, why'd you
1: come back? That's the first thing he said. Yeah, they exactly. Why did you come back? didn't even get back? a chance to, like, and make up for like, it. It's just, alright, like, prove you to it to prove me with this. this. He's like,
0: uh, help. The whole question of, like, is Ron a good friend, I think, is a difficult question to answer because, like all of us, because we are all human yes. beings, we're all flawed, mm-hmm. I think We all have moments of, yeah, you said something really crappy.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And did something very crappy.
0: But I think it's really a case-by-case, book-by-book basis, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think you also have to give Ron a little bit of credit that he's a 16, 17-year-old boy. lived a relatively privileged life. He doesn't have money, but he's a pure he's a pure blood. he's always he's never like he's never always really been had, loved like, he's loss, always been taken care believe. of he's always been you know he's he again he's a pure blood. he's never been discriminated yeah. against
1: it's very basic but it's all that a guy like ron could ask for
0: he's lived a pretty charmed life yeah and i think that you have to give him a little yep. bit it's the same reasons why i give cho and lavender a little bit of credit because they're you know they're teenage girls mm, mm-hmm. yeah. like you i think people forget when they grow up yep. that you need to have a little bit of per- perspective the other way but yeah. how would you behave as a 16 17 year old person
1: and i think it also depends situation. i
0: honestly think i would behave wrong
1: despite what he does despite his blow-ups how does he redeem himself um, like
0: given the like
1: when he comes back and says like i regretted leaving as soon as i left and as soon as the lock goes off me I regretted leaving but I didn't know how to find you and like his speech like I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit but his whole speech to Hermione was just perfect
0: I don't know if anyone remembers this but this might just be my brain mm-hmm. um just your
2: brain. <laughs> But to be completely honest
0: during the 2011 academy awards I lost like everybody um yeah you did but they did a whole mm. sequence where they did like um, they took like scenes from movie like pop, like movies that year and like made songs out of them. So it was Deathly Hells Part One, Toy Story Three, um, The Social Network, and I think there were a couple other ones. <laughs> but the scene that they took from Deathly Hells Part One was this scene, and they they did like and it's like a little ball of light. And it's just it's. I can't watch this scene without thinking of that. I highly recommend looking it up on YouTube. It's really funny. <laughs> he came back in the end, so I think that. But shows I think
1: they know him, and they can read him so well that they. Know it doesn't make him. what he Sorry. did right. And he's no, he does not. He, Ron's not good with words, so he's not going to be one to come up with a nice, perfect-sounding apology. So he lets his actions show. Yeah, like even afterward, when Harry and Ron are in the tents. Harry's like, oh, just keep talking about that little ball of light, and she'll eventually come around. And then... I, yeah.
0: love, th- I mm. love that little bromance moment when um, they're like... This is the first mention we have of Hermione's little flames that she makes. And we go to Lena love, t- love good. Yeah. And I love how they're standing from afar, and they're like, Luna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah.
2: To tell the
0: three brothers so uh is it rice Iphens? i don't know how to say his name but he is you don't follow game of thrones but i know a few people that i that i know listen to this do and he is um in house of the dragon the prequel series is otto hightower which is to anyone who knows harry potter and game of thrones is like like mind-blowing you got me the hogwarts library which i had at some mm-hmm. point but like my parents have moved so many times
2: i love the beatles and the bard i still think dumbledore <laughs> would dumbledore be death or would I, harry be
0: death I, you know why i think you love it so much why because it's their equivalent of the tales. yeah test. i think so See, of love good i love this whole sequence i love yeah. that how awkward
1: Yeah, this it's, it's scene is. he's so disheveled he's so all over the place this theme and
0: is.
1: everyone's so uncomfortable um,
0: but yeah it's
1: also dramatic in a way So like you know something important's happening but it's happening in a very awkward unpredictable way this yes. is when we
0: get Beautiful. the explanation of the deathly hallows which mm-hmm. is the one of the best sequences in the entire freaking series i love series. The art style. This is so freaking unique.
2: I love the ink arc style, which <laughs> I can't even talk about it. Why? It was boiled something.
0: Just say it. Everybody no, say it. No, in Hogwarts Legacy. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I don't want to give anything away oh to you or to anyone else who hasn't played awesome. Hogwarts Legacy, but there's there's,
2: there's something a, really
0: cool. That
2: deals with the death of Mm.
3: Yeah.
0: You'll know oh. it when you see it, trust me. Yes.
2: Just kind of like what we were just saying, it is vastly different than
0: okay. anything else in the game. Editing, Sarah here. So the audio got compressed when I asked Luke about uh, his time working for the Wizarding World, in specifically in reference to the show that they do in Diagon Alley uh, about the three brothers. So that's a little bit of context. Sorry that the audio got messed up, but...
1: It bumped around to different zones. So I actually used to share a bathroom and break room trailer with some of the performers there, and yeah, it's really cool. They, I never got to, like, like, there's not many behind the scenes of, like, the puppets and stuff, but they have their own, like, giant trailers back there where they keep the puppets, and they um, practice their performances, and there's all, there's so much technology that goes into it, honestly. There's so many tech guys standing there in corners, yeah, they're, they're strapped on because it's not just holding with their hands. There's these full metal bars so that go on these, like, waist belts. I'm sure So, like, they don't have to lift the puppet. It's like, completely you know, held on by this, like, waist belt that's propped. Yeah. I imagine it's I've seen video... The, I just saw a video the today actually of that. Show at it was, is. It's the same thing. It's like... I mean, I've, It's like a body. I haven't
0: been, but I've watched enough Disney content on YouTube. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, the whole... The whole show is great. All the tech people are great. Like, they're... The actors are super talented and the, the uh, tech people are very talented as well because they're the ones standing in the crowd with their tablets and they're getting all the animatronics to go, all the slides to change, the music, sound effects, all of it. Uh, yeah. So
0: there's a show at it's, Universal it. in Diagon Alley where they do um, the Tale of the Three Boys. They,
1: the actor who's controlling the puppet of the father, uh, one of the Peveril brothers, they put their puppet down and they they put on a mask so they look like they're like the young boy but like wooden version. It's all the style of like the cartoon and then they put on an actual like big silk cloak and this giant death animatronic rises up. It's, it's amazing and I always loved being in that zone at night when I was in Wand Magic. I'd be doing the mermaid fountain and then that show would be going on over and over and the music... They use mainly Deathly Hollows Part 1 music for the show as well.
2: But what's <laughs> your... So, I know this fan theory's been going around since...
0: He's been the, he's been yeah. itching to, to get this out.
2: So, the theory goes Vol- Dumbledore is death. Yes. He's the embodiment of death. Because he had... Essentially, he had all three... Res- all three Deathly Hallows right. in his possession, and the line goes:
1: the, yeah, el- his the youngest friend.
2: brother met death as an old friend. When mm-hmm. so, Dumbledore is the master of death. Or I can that, see
1: that, but then again, as the I master also master. see is like. When they say he met him as an old friend, the they talk about at, like, the very end of his life. Like he, like, he escaped death the whole time and then met him at the very end. But that does make sense. I've, I've seen that floating around, how he had all of, them, all of them in possession at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. Or is Harry dead? Because he had all three as well.
0: No, he's just the master of death.
2: Yeah. But wouldn't Dumbledore be master of death as well?
0: I don't think it's necessarily that they can, yeah. like, evade just they, death. Or, like, no. they, they can withstand... I thought the master of death... It doesn't death, make them immortal. That's what, that's what Voldemort seems to think. Because yeah. the master of death
1: was... It's basically just, just kind of like, the these are the only three things that death has given the no, mortal master of death is world, the one and that you are the master of all At least all part of the legend them. is. Like... Yeah
2: so, do you think death actually made it, or do you think it was just the three brothers made those three items? Because there is the line that Dumbledore says he doesn't believe that death was real. That it was just the the three brothers were so advanced with magic they created these three items.
0: See, because the way that most legends, urban legends, you know, yep. the way that most... um even, like, Native American cultures, all that kind of stuff, a lot of these stories stem from somewhere, mm. and then kind of, like, develop over time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would so say, I, I, was I would some guess some that it actually came here. from death, just because all three it items are so different from anything thing. else you see. Like, and just any other wand does not look like the Elder Wand. like From the rune, to everything. Or one the, of a kind.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, it
1: could be. So it could have been tried.
0: The, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief. And do you defend. think
2: the philosopher's stone was a recreation of the resurrection stone? Yeah,
0: that's not a that's not a bad because people recreate yeah. the invisibility cloak, and I don't with doubt me guy's hair. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Um, and I think people have
2: tried to recreate the Elder Wand.
0: I don't doubt that because mm-hmm. Nicholas Flamel and Dumbledore are friends. I don't doubt that maybe they can, you know, kind of would discuss kind of some of these topics.
2: So could the Philosopher's Stone? Because Dumbledore maybe had... maybe
0: Flamel informed Dumbledore because yeah. Flamel is like
2: no Dumbledore super. didn't know that the ring that he had the um, Resurrection Stone.
0: But him it, Flamel is like super old. He's like six hundred years old.
2: True. So. The Tale of the Three Brothers was from the 1300s. No,
0: so. but I'm not saying he is one of the No, I'm, I'm not saying, saying he is. but I'm, I'm saying, saying he could have been from that time. He could have tried to yeah.
2: recreate,
0: it. and the could have informed Dumbledore about it, and was like one of the reasons why Voldemort could be. Not Voldemort, Dumbledore I, I, was so obsessed with them. I feel like if Voldemort and Harry are both related, then that makes sense that Snape would also or somebody. No,
2: I'm sorry, I was wrong. Um, Voldemort is related to Cadmus because Cadmus is the one that had the uh, stone. Yeah. Uh, Ignatius didn't have a kid because he died as a young wizard. and it, the eldest it, brother.
0: Antioch uh, is the oldest. Got yeah.
2: Murdered in his sleep.
0: Oh, that's right. As yeah. a
2: young. Or, no, I don't mean young as in the youngest wizard, just as a young.
1: Wizard. Yeah. We don't
0: know if he had kids. I mean, you can father kids super young, so...
1: I would have imagined it happened fairly soon after he got the wand, because it said he immediately... He was went, yeah, he was immediately boasting it around, so it couldn't have taken long yeah, no, for work to get around. It,
2: he has no
0: kids. Do we know mm-hmm. that for certain?
2: It's not on the Harry Potter
0: wiki. If it's not on the Harry Potter wiki, it doesn't exist. So, I remember I remember in the book they had... The, the Love Goods have this horn in the house and they mm. think it's a crumple horn snark snork, snork hack, which is this creature that they keep seeking after that mm. everybody doesn't think exists it's actually a um a rumpant, mm. which if you've ever seen the first fantastic beast movie yeah. the giant rhino thing um, which i don't know i think it's one of the few things that fantastic beasts does really well is tying in little things yeah that, like, if you're paying attention, a fantastic piece will, like, perk your ears up.
1: Yeah, it will.
0: Um, so, yeah, the house... Exp- er, we learned that Luna was captured because of what he's been writing. And um, as evidenced by this, Luna is my favorite character. Um, mm. And... I remember reading this in the book I was like, she better not be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have been so mad. I think everyone oh. would have been mad. She's just a sweet little angel.
2: Yeah. She
0: didn't hurt anyone. No, mm-hmm. she did not. Um, so, he... This is when we kind of learn about the taboo. Yes. They don't really say it in the movie, that much, Mm-mm. um, but in the book, it's that the the name has been cursed. Yes. I mean,
2: they, didn't Arthur say it in three?
0: No, it's just like a social taboo up until this point. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. People. It's like a swear word.
1: Yeah. They made it a big point in this film too show immediately after he says, Voldemort, that's when the first hit happens. And they're getting down.
0: And they manage to get away. In the book, we have a few more weeks, if not... At least, it's at least a few weeks yeah, before they get captured. Um, But we go straight into the Snatchers. Mm -hmm. And... I, I'm now rethinking my whole, like, thing about this whole scarf thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, that literally never occurred to me once.
1: No. And the, I love how between Lovegood's house and the Snatcher scene, there's no, in the films, there's no chance for a breath. And, and Ron they
0: think they're, like, they think they're safe.
1: Yeah, Ron literally says what the audience is thinking. Like, you, they apparate into the woods, and Ron was like, what on earth was that about? He's like, he's like, that that, that that cheeky little bleeder, like...
0: Treacherous little bleeder. Yeah,
1: treacherous little bleeder. And then he's immediately like, what on earth is he talking about? Like, what the heck was that? And then he looks, and... and, it's and I love how
0: Harry and Hermione are looking the other direction, and yes. Ron is like, kind of, he'll, he's like, I'll do the... the Transfer or the the spells or whatever, and yep. he walks up to that line of trees and he like stumbles backwards because he sees yeah. the snatchers. And then Harry and Hermione turn around and they're like, "What's going on?" Yep. And that's when Scabior goes, "Go on, snatch him."
2: Yeah. And then Harry shoots Harry in the face to disfigure him, which I'm like, "What's the point of that anyway?" Because they know it's Harry.
0: Also, don't they know what Ron and Hermione look like?
1: I would hope so. Like. Mark-
2: most, three most wanted people in the wizarding world right now.
1: So, yeah, but- I mean,
2: in all honesty, it just felt like Hermione just wanted to hit Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly what it sounded like for all those yeah. six years of torment that he's given her.
1: I, don't, I, think I think
0: she was just, it was like a last ditch effort.
1: Yeah. Death Hell is one that's just. Hermione's movie of getting her anger out. She gets to hit Ron with the backpack, and she gets to hit Harry with the spell in the face.
0: It's just
2: the the payback.
0: She also gets to yeah. pull um yank hair out of Harry's head.
1: Yeah, thing. yeah. That's she's she's violent in this film.
0: She's violent in the mall! Yeah. She kidnapped a grown woman. We keep harping on it, but for a year. <laughs> and, not, and gave her two leaves to eat. <laughs> She's like, I put leaves in there. She's fine. <laughs> um, that, and that, I love that, how in the behind the scenes, the trio were like, um, like making this into a race. Like this was yeah, for them.
1: they were going so fast. The whole the cinematography of that entire scene is so great. Like I
0: usually it, do not support the use of shaky cam. Yeah. As a film nerd, I hate shaky cam. Mm-hmm. Um, the two, like, more recent uses of it that I will support are this movie and the first Hunger Games movie.
1: Yes, when I, she I really like agree.
0: has the tracker jack, tracker tracker venom, and yeah. she's like hallucinating.
1: Mm-hmm. Or she's even cool. when she yes, first, even when she first gets into the arena, and it's like she's so disoriented, and like the the sounds and everyone's running to the cornucopia like i would say that's that's worth shaky cam because you have no idea what's going on
0: i usually hate shaky cam because i find it so disorienting it -hmm. has to be very warranted and i think both uses here are warranted
1: i would say so it really feels like you're running along with them up Mm -hmm. and above the logs under the logs um you feel like you're falling with them, like when Ron gets taken down and Gary and Hermione.
0: And then we go to Malfoy Manor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, this scene is so freaking tense. It and... looks
2: vastly different than it did one movie ago. Or at the beginning of this movie. Yeah,
0: because mm-hmm. all the furniture is missing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, It just looks okay. cold and gray and just...
0: Well, it makes me really wonder what... I mean, I don't think Lucius and Narcissa are necessarily the warmest of parents.
3: No.
0: Um, but it makes me wonder what it was like for Draco growing up. Um, like, what the house was like. He was, was probably like. raised by Dobby. Or if they had <laughs> other housekeepers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's been in the papers for, like, two years at this point.
1: Like, let's bring our high school kids to come check because we don't know. We spent our whole career searching for this kid, but let's confirm. We don't
0: know what he looks like.
1: Like who cares? Even if it's even if it's not him, just call the Dark Lord. Like, let's yes. check. At least, at the very least, Voldemort would have gotten Ron and Hermione out of it, so that would have been some we... of the reward. Oh
0: yeah, but no Malfoy. for sure. Malfoy's... I wish we got more in the movie of because in the book Ron was like losing his damn mind. Mm-hmm. I wish we got more of that. Ron is a little too cool and collected for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was more so just kind of like pissed. Whereas, like, he didn't seem like absolutely disturbed. But, yeah. We
0: see Ollivander and Luna. Mm-hmm. And in the book, um, Dra- uh, Dean is there. Dean Thomas. Oh, yeah. Because he's a muggle born. Which, okay. He's not in this scene. Right. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of part two, he's at Shell Cottage.
1: I've never seen him in the beginning of part two at, at Shell Cottage.
0: He's there. He's definitely really? there. He doesn't say anything, but he's definitely there.
1: Wow. I've, I've never seen him in that. I'll have to rewatch If it.
0: he's not at the very beginning of, of, of part two, he's at the very end of part one when Dobby is dying.
1: Mm, I know he's not at the very end of part one. Because I watched part one very often, but...
0: You just see his face in the background next to Luna. That's, like, the only shot you see.
1: Okay. I could see that. I'll have to rewatch.
0: It's very weird. Like, he's there in the book. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, They interrogate Grip Hook about the sword. Mm Yes. And... Bellatrix knows that there's, they took something from her vault,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which kind of is what triggers in their head that, like, oh, there's something in the vault.
1: <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't throw that big of a fit over Absolutely which not. Which
0: leads me to ask, did Bellatrix know? <laughs> or did Bellatrix just know there's something of Voldemort's in her vault? I
2: thought Bellatrix had to put it in, in the vault. She might
0: not know it's a horcrux, though. True. True.
1: You might put two and two together though, if if Voldemort, build, uh, Voldemort to put.
0: Probably not because he didn't really confide in anyone. But I mean, they have a kid, according to
2: Curse Child. Don't even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she,
0: if you do the if you do the math, she's supposedly pregnant during the scene, because she was born before the uh, Delphi was born before the battle, and this is after. She's the same age as Albus. No, she's older. She was born before... The the battle.
2: 30 years later. 19. 19.
0: Yeah, because Bellatrix dies. Um, But it's also because the battle happens in May, right? Mm -hmm. This scene, the the Silver Doe scene, happens on New Year's Eve. Well, at least I'm theorizing, because Harry says in the book something about, like, it's about a week after the Godric's Hollow thing. Yeah. So... We can presumably say it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. So this is yeah. the very, very earliest, like early February.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Bellatrix is presumably pregnant. Right. If you think about it like that, this makes the scene so much weirder.
2: It does. No, it can't be February. It has to be March because there's no snow in the ground.
0: Because they're at in the book they're at shell cottage for a month Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Uh, and the battle happens in on May 2nd
2: so so part two takes place in like a week no like two days
0: because there's a whole line about Harry is after all the battle things happened he makes a note to himself that they only left shell cottage yesterday morning
1: right a lot happened.
2: So
0: yeah, part two is literally just one day. Yeah. That's crazy when you think about
2: that.
1: It is.
0: I've been waiting to say that yeah. because I, it's one of my like, I, I've, I'm a big like timeline person when I read books. I always want to know like what mm-hmm. happens when. Um. So show, which one is show cottage? Phil and, Phil and Blurs is what I was about to call them. <laughs> um, Bill and Fleur's house.
2: Okay, so, I mean, so they were there all of April, essentially. So Malfoy's had to be April or March.
0: Because there's a month between Xenophilius' house, at least a few weeks between Xenophilius' house and Malfoy Manor,
2: in In the book, at least. If Bill and Fleurth is right after Malfoy Manor... Then Malfoy Manor has to be uh, March.
0: March. Mm. I've never really done the math about it, to be honest <laughs> you.
2: Because, yeah, if they were at Show Cottage for a month before the battle, and the battle was a day after they left the cottage, the battle was May 2nd, so they left May 1st.
1: Yeah. So and the,
0: all the Green Got stuff happens. And because...
2: The Green God stuff happened so. May
1: 1st? What May
0: happened?
2: 1st is when they left Shell Cottage.
0: Like early, early morning on May 1st.
2: So then they were in Shell Cottage all of April. So Green Goss happened in March.
0: No. Green Gods happened right before Hogwarts.
2: So then. But they. You just said that literally before the battle, it was a day. Yeah. Since they've left Shell Cottage. They
0: left Shell Cottage to go break into Green Gods and then went straight from Green Gods to Hogwarts.
2: So still, Shell Cottage was all of April. Yeah. So Malfoy Manor had to be in March. (laughs) If they went from Malfoy Manor to Shell Cottage almost immediately. So then Love Goods had had to be closer to End of March. Yeah. Just because a there was. We no... don't know
0: how long between.
2: Yeah. I'm just estimating and... because there was no snow on the ground.
0: Yeah, and there was snow on the ground during, the silver dozing.
3: Yeah.
2: And so there was no snow when they went to lovegood's house, and but was... they were
0: still wearing coats.
2: It could have been right. fifty degrees, yeah. forty degrees, but not cold enough to snow. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Never really done the math on this. <laughs>
2: Timeline wise is also a thing I'm good at.
0: So, yeah, they, um, Hermione gets tortured. One of the best pieces of acting from a Watson. Crazy. But I, to... I guess when you have Helena Bottom Carter literally on top of you, screaming her head off,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's not hard to react. Yeah. I love this little touch. Love is not the right word. But I like this little touch where they, um, they carve the word mudblood into her arm.
1: Yep. It's, it's crazy. It's and, one of yeah.
0: the best only book movie things that happens. Yep. I think it's incredible.
1: Right. And if you look closely at that same scene, you see Bellatrix's hair float down. Yep. It's nice. It's,
0: it's and up. then Dobby shows up because of the mirror. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, they kill. Or, in the movie, they stun Wormtail.
1: Yeah.
0: In the book, he literally strangles himself.
1: Yeah, with the silver hand.
0: (laughs) Because the whole thing that Voldemort set up, like a safeguard, when he when he gave him the silver hand, Mm -hmm. that he wouldn't be able to, like, help Harry.
1: Yeah, if he if he betrayed, if he wasn't loyal at all, it would yeah. kill him.
0: But he didn't betray Harry, or he didn't betray
3: Voldemort.
0: But he helped Harry.
1: Yeah, his his action him. technically let them out of the out of the dungeons.
2: I mean, Wormtail's also just a moron. And
1: he yeah. yeah.
0: is. Yeah. His dad is actually very violent. My whole thing. Yes.
2: Is if your friend turns into a rat as an anime is. you should know you should know something's up mm-hmm. if you turn if your Hopefully other buddies turn rats. into a stag or a wolf mm-hmm. and then your third friend turns into a rat that mm-hmm. should tell you something about that dude
1: there's strong just, loyal and then there's some just...
0: people keep rats as pets though some people don't think rats are disgusting which i think is bizarre <laughs>
2: But he also never stood up for himself. and
0: It really makes me wonder what Wormtail's home life was like.
2: And his name is Wormtail.
0: <laughs> no, it's Wormtail because <laughs> of the of rat. Yeah. The rat.
2: <laughs> but still. It
0: makes me really curious about his home life because that's still if you a... think about it, the Marauders, other than James, all kind of had tragic lives.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: We don't know anything about um, Wormtails. Wormtail's life.
1: No. no but
0: no. James grew up as like the spoiled little rich boy. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I wonder if there's any information about Wormtail's life or his parents or his family or anything.
1: No, I've discussed this with other friends before, and no, uh, they've said the exact same thing. We don't know anything about Wormtail's life
0: because we know about Remus's life. Yep. Because there's a Pottermore article about it. Yeah and it's really that's actually very sad Mm -hmm. but like to be that much of a coward either his mother coddled him like crazy yes or his caretaker i should say um or he was abused
1: Mm -hmm.
2: i'm looking it up he was a
0: true hat stall slytherin and griffin it doesn't say I imagine it's probably Slytherin and Gryffindor.
1: I would would guess.
3: Probably.
0: Um this death is so his death is so violent in the book.
1: Right.
2: His mother was a witch, but his father's blood size was unknown. Um yeah, there's There's yeah, Slytherin or Gryffindor. It took five minutes. Or to the side.
0: That would be agonizing. Wow. And then you spend your whole career at Hogwarts wondering if this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's even worse than how Harry had it.
1: Right. His actions spoke, though.
0: Oh, yeah. It makes me wonder, because Dumbledore was a teacher at that point. Yep. I don't know if he was quite headmaster yet. Who? Dumbledore was a... Yeah,
2: he was uh, a headmaster and at when...
0: People... McGonagall was a teacher as well, too, by the time Marauders were there. So yeah. it makes me wonder if they had seen the signs, maybe?
2: Uh, McGonagall called him... Maybe they did.
1: She called him a lumpy little boy who always followed him around.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find because they said it. I mean, Professor McGonagall described Peter Pettigrew as a stupid and foolish boy who hero worshipped Sirius and James. She also stated Peter Pettigrew was less than an average student and was not capable of fighting with Sirius. She was somehow she was somewhat harsh with him during their years as a student teacher relationship. So even McGonagall, who's nice to everyone,
0: she's strict was, but she's kind.
2: Not to him. Yeah, so she. I think
1: they saw he was a coward. She's like, "Hey, you got to stand, stand for something. Stand up for yourself. Find something that you like. Don't just worship your friends. Like, make a name for yourself."
0: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting conversation, definitely to be had. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, this part's hard to talk about because Dobby is like,
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I there are people that don't like Dobby. What? I can't believe they exist.
1: He's amazing. It's it's perfect. His his whole scene right there. He's.
0: hope oh, the the but, um I never meant to maim on seriously yeah. ninja.
1: Yeah. Everything pauses and they all look up and he's up on the chandelier unscrewing it. And man, yeah, and then... they we're so close. They we're so close. They were. They were out of there perfect until you see that knife disappear.
0: Yeah. You know Noble Collection sells that dagger, by the way?
1: Oh, my uh, girlfriend has it. She cosplays as Bellatrix. it so.
0: seems a little bit too <laughs> close to home. Yeah. Uh, like, the dagger that killed Dobby, you can <laughs> own it.
1: Yes. You can display it in your living room.
0: <laughs> I, something about it feels weird to me. Yeah, I know he's a fictional elf, but still. Yes. Um. So Dobby dies, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when this movie came out. I I went to a midnight screening, and even though we all knew it was coming, we all were sobbing.
1: Yeah. It was such. It still
0: a... gets me every time. I've seen this movie yeah. eight hundred thousand times.
1: They handle it in such a tragic way, because Harry being Harry, he's checking, making sure everyone's okay, like, running around the beach, making sure, hey, you okay, you okay, and then...
0: Some people got- criticize Ron and Hermione for not doing anything.
1: He, I used... As a really child, I used to, but...
0: Okay, one, Hermione had just been tortured.
1: Yeah.
2: So, he's going through...
0: Two, her bag was taken. Yes. So... She's dealing with
1: her own trauma. How are we? How is anyone supposed to do anything? Yeah, I feel like they should have.
0: They should, they should have been a line.
1: There should have in the films because as a young child watching that, I used to think that too. Because Harry's literally begging Hermione, like, "Do something! Like, get me the get me the file. Yeah, the dipty. And like she's sitting there, and like as a child, if you didn't pay attention and saw that she still doesn't have the bag like you'd be like what is going on like I thought that I
0: wish that there was at least like Ron had said like um oh we don't we don't have any of our stuff or um or she tries to get up and she like falls yeah. over or something. He could
1: she could simply just like look around. She's like, it's gone. Like panic, and that would be even a bigger heartbreak of her just realizing, like, I don't have yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Harry, I don't have it. And then they all just kind of have to accept it. Like that would. Yeah, been they nice could.
0: Everybody points. could be like looking around and being like, "Did we? Did it make it with us? Like, yeah. Oh, it's gone.
1: Like we can't turn back from this. He's he's gone."
0: yeah there's a line at the end of this chapter in the book there's a line I don't know why the I latch onto these things but um there's a line about like his glassy eyes reflecting the the stars he could not see
3: mm.
0: which crushes that. my soul yeah it's so sad and Luna's like let's close his eyes so he's sleeping oh. which angel
1: this.
0: um and then. We go to Voldemort grave robbing. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Music picks up. It's the we perfect the oldest movie.
2: In the
0: world. They must have done. This is really morbid, but they must have done some kind of spell on Dumbledore's body because he's like perfectly preserved.
1: Yeah. I. Probably. To be fair, he didn't die that long ago though. But.
2: Because we don't know when Voldemort actually takes the wand, we just see him take it.
0: Mm, he's been looking for
1: it this whole movie if, I'd say maybe a year yeah like, Dumbledore how- would have been
2: decomposed by now
0: oh throughout yeah. this whole movie we get little flashes of like Voldemort looking for it like he goes to see yeah. um Grigorovich, he goes to see Grindelwald which in the yeah. book Grindelwald doesn't die
1: he's like it's been with Dumbledore this whole time you're an idiot and that pisses Voldemort off I-
0: so yeah, then Voldemort has the Elder Wand and
1: blasted and...
0: it in the sky and we cut to credits.
1: Yeah, it's an epic ending to an epic movie in my opinion. Yeah.
0: And this is like ever so slightly halfway through the book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I remember there being speculation of where they were going to cut it in half. Mm. And I think that this was probably the the best place they could have done it.
2: Yeah. Because...
0: They had to end it on either... I guess this isn't ending on a high note, but ending mm-hmm. it on
2: a what's going to happen next note. Like a cliffhanger. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: And frankly, this movie ends very bleak. So and the next only, movie starts very bleak.
2: So Voldemort <laughs> only had the wand for a month. Two months max.
0: Yeah, but it's not working for him.
2: No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he spent all this time and only to use it for two months and not use it correct or not be able to use it correctly
1: so that's the price he pays
0: his arrogance
2: hey at least <laughs> voldemort attacks the school at the end of the year every year
0: he really cares about those kids
1: he does
2: he cares about their education
0: <laughs> he just wanted to make sure the kids got their exams
2: but then always mess something up in the last month so that they don't have to take their final exams
3: mm-hmm
0: but to be fair, he's taken over Hogwarts. How much are the kids really learning?
3: Yeah, not much.
0: But, like, why
2: just take over Hogwarts? Why not take over, like, something else?
0: Because Voldemort's crazy. Like, you could take over the entire world, not just a high school. Mm-hmm.
2: So, is there, like, muggle, like, wizard elementary schools?
0: No, I think they're homeschooled up until 11. Yeah. Which explains why all the kids, like, know reading and writing and basic math.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't ever see a writing class in Hogwarts. Yeah, but they write essays. They write tons of essays. That would suck
2: yeah. to have to write with a...
0: They write essays at 11 years old. I don't think I wrote essays until, like, at least middle school.
1: Yeah, middle school. At For...
0: least. Like... <laughs> And, it, oh. and even if in the early days of writing essays, you're only writing, like, a couple, maybe a page. Yeah. So, yeah, that is a wrap on Deathly Hells Part 1. Thank you so yeah. much for being here. Do you have yeah. any um, final thoughts, anything we missed that you would like to bring up?
1: No. That was, that was enjoyable going through the entire film. I love all, the, all of that film, every detail, every scene, all of it. So it was nice being able to go through it all. I enjoyed it. Thank Mm you.
0: Um, Can you tell the people where they can find you on the internet?
1: Yeah. So you can find me on all social platforms at the Potter Player. YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. I also run a merch shop where I sell my own merch. It's just the Potter Player shop. It's all designed by me.
0: So, yeah. Um, Thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun. We recorded for, like, three hours.
1: Oh, yeah. Is that the longest podcast? the date yeah it's
0: going to be a fun
1: no way to edit.
0: yeah it's gonna be a fun one yeah, yeah thank no you worries. so much for being here for the penultimate episode of uh the harry potter series
1: record-breaking end. thank you thank so you much.
0: so much
1: fun. i did too thank you so much i love geeking out on this stuff so thank you for inviting me i yeah. appreciate it this is awesome
0: you're welcome back anytime mm-hmm. if thank you have any me. other interests
1: i will i will Everyone, go check out the Fan Club Podcast. This is awesome. Thank you.
0: Next week we will be covering Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Part Two, the end of the series, mm-hmm. um, the end of an era, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: Hope if you all have a great night.
0: This podcast. Bye. Please consider checking out our merch store at thefanclubpodcast.myspreadshirt.com. You can get exclusive designs designed by us on t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, stickers and many other items. We will have limited edition designs in the very near future. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias for updates on what we're working on in real time. We're part of the Needlessly Nerdy Entertainment Network. They're a conglomerate of podcasts and blogs that provide entertainment news and reviews about all things nerdy, including movies, TV, books, video games, tabletop games, cons, pop culture, and more. Go check out all of the amazing shows on the network at needlesslynerdy.com. <laughs> Needlessly Nerdy, your source for all things nerdy.
1: www.needlesslynerdy.com